save everyone a little time and or energy, here's this. The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers, and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKS-FM, HD1, Cocoa Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking, critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Jim Phillips, here's someone else. Good afternoon. Today is Wednesday, February 21st in the year 2018. And that someone else is me. My name is Moira. And I am here. Jim has some personal business to attend to today. He'll tell you all about that when he returns tomorrow. Uh, Jack is here. Pinky's here. Fritz is here. He's off the street today. He's in here with us. That's right. And uh, yeah, I am standing up because this chair is so low that when I slide up to the counter, uh, my chin barely clears th- the space. So I, there's got to be. You have know what you mean? tried lifting the chair? I did. With the lever. Do you want thing. a high chair? Oh, Stop here it. comes Fritz oh, to outdo okay. me again. This would be three out of three today. Fritz is batting two for two. He's okay. just doing things I showed him oh, wait, how to that, do. That seems higher. What did you do? Anyway, I will tell you all about that. But today is. Thank them. Can I try? Yeah, want me to see if that's any better? I hate to give you all this behind-the-scenes stuff. She is but... now sitting on Fritz's back. No, no. All right, wait. Let's... She said, Moira has Neil. turned Fritz into her little oh, whipping boy, her little slave me? boy. Ha! He did. He fixed it, Pinkman. Yeah. That's fine. It's picking He's up still the, the lever slave boy. and lifting your chair. I tried that. It didn't work. I was this high off the counter. You got to re- put weight on it. Do you remember? I plenty of that. No when, problem. When we used to what? sit next to each other, one yes. of the highlights of my day... Yes. Moira would be sitting in her chair. I'd be doing chair, work. This and I'd just great. reach over with my foot and lift the lever to her chair, and she'd fall down and, and then go, go ah! <laughs> <laughs> Like she was on a roller coaster. Oh, my God. Oh, Frank. Uh-huh. Yeah, me too, Jackie. <laughs> me too. Okay, I'd like you all to just be quiet for one second and okay. listen. Can you hear it? It's a whisper. It's a far-off rumble. And it will soon be the sound of a stampede. It is the sound of change, and it's happening beginning today. When we look back on today, February 21st, we hearken back to today. This will be the day that they remember that things began to change on guns in America. That noise that you hear, that groundswell that is in the suburbs right now, that is in the state capitals right now, that will be in Washington in, le- in about a month. That rumble that started small, thanks to teenagers who were 15 through 18 years of age, because of that rumble and because of that stampede, today is the day we're going to remember that gun violence began to change. Now, yesterday in Tallahassee, 
Uh, those Parkland students took a bus for more than eight hours to Tallahassee. Uh, only to they deserve walk- a medal just for that. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, those buses. Oof. You know, they call them motor coaches now. They don't call them buses. You get on a motor coach. Well, I hope it had a bathroom. Oof, me too. So they get into the gallery of our state capitol. They look out over the Florida House of Representatives, and they look at these jokers, and the bill before them is to just simply bring the conversation to the floor. And what does our what do our esteemed legislators do? They vote down party lines, as you may or may not have heard. Yep. That squawking that you hear is every single Republican lawmaker representing, well, certainly the four of us. I went back and looked at how our Central Florida buffoons voted, and every last Republican voted against even having the conversation. They didn't have to ultimately vote for anything yesterday except having the conversation. Bringing it to the floor means having a debate, having a conversation. That's what we elect you to do, to make some appreciable change. But did they have the the chutzpah to do so? Uh, Nope. And uh, I will will read you their names. Uh, Well, not all 71 of the naysayers, but I will say that there is, you know... (laughs) We're going to get rid of Jason Brodeur. Uh, my guy, Scott Playcon. Yep. Uh-huh. I think he's your guy, right? Yep. Too. Um, is it Mike Miller and um, Bob Cortez? Uh, these four, who I put in our addresses back in the office. These How are, do you know my address? I know you. I know where you live. One, uh, two, three, four, Mulberry Lane. Right. Not, not How cool, did you bro. get mine, then? On Main Street. You told me yours. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, brother. I forgot. I forgot. Uh-huh. Classic Fritz. Uh, mm-hmm. So this, I just want you to take a minute, do a little bit of listening. And that's what our president is doing today. He's taking a little bit of a listening break. And he's bringing in some people who were survivors of Parkland. Good for him. And of Columbine. And of, I don't know if there's a Pulse guy there or not, or if it's Sandy Hook parents or what, but there is a group of people who are going there. And you know how this president operates. Whoever's last in his ear, he then comes out with something. I am hoping that what he comes out with is indeed closing down the background checks. Really, you know, common sense changes on the background checks. Um, and perhaps at least in Florida, maybe making, maybe making the age a little higher. Well, it starts with listening and that's correct. You know, credit to him for doing that. I thought you'd be proud of me. I figured I'd throw that in really early. Um, um, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Shocking. Shocking. Uh, today is also the day of a school walkout, uh, where lots of Florida high school students, Walked out, had rallies, had speeches, and some of these kids who went before the microphones today were some of the most passionate and articulate, almost moving you to tears when you heard them speak. And Jack will have some of that in his audio file in uh, actually in the four o'clock hour, it's right? Sad and encouraging. Correct. Yeah. It, I think it's today's sad the day it changes. This is their reality. Mm-hmm. It's encouraging that they are as engaged and articulate as they are, uh, you know, so 
there's a hopeful quality to it, their tenacity and determination to affect positive change. Yes. And sadness because they're being thrust into the spotlight under these circumstances. I'm also sad because they are seeing the cold, hard facts of how slowly the behemoth changes. Now, maybe they expected to go there and show their freshly scrubbed faces and their tear-stained cheeks, and then the Florida House would say, you know what, we should have a conversation about this, but they did not. And they're realizing now that in the school of hard knocks, things take a while to get uh, to move the needle, as they say. Uh, so I think that yesterday they had a cold slap of water in the face uh, when they went to Tallahassee and the house right in front of them, sitting in the gallery back up there. We they, don't have to listen to any kids. No, kids, we don't care if you're getting shot at. We don't care if you have PTSD. We don't care if you close your eyes and can hear it and can smell it. You can smell the gunshot and you can smell the blood of your classmates on the floor. Jesus. The blood that you step over in an effort to run into the stairwell and you're not sure if the door that closed behind you is the gunman coming into the stairway going up or is he going down? You don't know that. But that sound and that smell and that experience and that heart palpitation that those kids felt in that Parkland High School, that Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School down in Parkland, Florida, um, is something that, uh, will be hard to shake, let's just say, that I think it has inalterably changed those students, those teachers, certainly those parents, who send their kids off to school with a modicum of expectation there. And the modicum of expectation is it's an expectation of safety, uh, which they were not afforded on Valentine's Day. So we can we can talk about some of this, and let's play retro radio, all right, where you call up. Oh, man, I would love that. How about, you know, we'll do a little retro talk radio. 407-916-1041. What? The toll-free. Toll you don't free. need a toll-free. You know, that's so it, unneeded it's nowadays. It's so unneeded. Toll-free, 1-888-978-1041. Got that? 888-978-1041. The singular wireless line, star one. Oh, no, never mind. <laughs> no, we don't have that. <laughs> We're not going that retro. No, no, no. Uh, hey, you. What? I know you tweeted something, I, I, and I was reading the article about this, but the three billboards yes. down in Miami. Now, yes. you saw the movie. I did. Three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, and it's basically calling out the the well in the movie they call out the sheriff the chief of police or whatever the chief of police of Mm -hmm. a town for an unsolved murder after seven months so now there's three billboards video billboards down in south florida uh calling out marco rubio can you read what the billboards say yeah it's a the uh, first first billboard is slaughtered in school Mm -hmm. second billboard is and still no gun control question mark Mm -hmm. and the third billboard um, how come, Marco Rubio? There you go. Uh, like uh, an absolute copy of the movie. Yeah. You know, it was how come, Chief Willoughby? You know, and, and this is it. How come, Senator Rubio? How come? Maybe there's 3.3 million reasons why you can't get on the right side of this issue. Those 3.3 million reasons are every dollar you have uh, stashed away from the National Rifle Association. Burn. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Um, this is, uh, this is, this is what has been mm, playing on my head for the last week. And I think today, as I was watching the students one by one, go up to the microphone, I heard it in their voices and I smelled it in the air. And I want you to listen 
And I want you to hear the change because the change is coming. And it doesn't mean we're taking away your guns. It just means that we're getting, mm, we're, we're putting our children above the need for you to have a semi-automatic weapon or many semi-automatic weapons and magazines and bump stocks and all of that in your home, under your mattress, not secured in a safe. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm going to have a hard time understanding the need for it. I know there are hunters. I, I absolutely will. I will march in the street for your right to have uh, a weapon, uh, a handgun, a pistol, a rifle, or whatever it is you need to go out there and shoot clay pigeons or to shoot a wild hog. If there's something that's bothering you on your property, if you have a lot of land and you need to do that, I totally understand that and respect your right to own and to keep weapons. Uh, but I, I, I have a hard time, you know, if, if the best you can do to shoot something is to have a semi-automatic weapon that was designed for war um, and to allow anybody to get one, you know, you have to be 21 to get a uh, pistol, a beer, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, that too. You have to be 21 to get a beer, but you can be 18 and get an AR-15. There's something wrong with this picture. Now, I'm going to assume, Pinky, that these are people who want to chat it up, right? I or did you put them so. on? Are these people that you put on hold? Because I don't no, know. No, they're calling, but we... I got no names here. Well, well, Pink... they're still calling. Pinkman is still. Okay. You you said go to retro radio. Pinkman is Pink. part of millennial radio, where yes. he doesn't just, remember how the this call works. screener puts unplugs the phone when he gets here mm-hmm. and doesn't take calls. That's too much work. I have to call. I have to talk to them. You know, I have to put their names on the thing. It's funny because I, I just turned my mic off and said the exact same oh, thing. Oh, it's too much work. You guys are just jumping all over Pinkman. I bet if okay. we put Fritz in that position, he would you, he would answer, answer the phone. Oh, put yeah? Want to make a bet? <laughs> do it, Fritz. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> hey, what, we might have calls later. What we're going to do is we're going to keep those lines open. We're going to have Huntley Brinkley do the news here. This tag team of uh, Pinkman and Fritz, they're going to do the news. You're going to fight it out. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And uh, then we're going to take your phone calls. It's Retro Radio. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. From the... No, it's not the surf report, but it is the news with Pinkman and with Fritz. What's in the headlines, Pinkster? Uh, obviously, first off today, Florida House has voted down the motion to consider an assault weapon ban. Mm-hmm. Uh, they rejected that measure mm-hmm. to ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines. Uh, the bill had not been heard in a committee and would have required a two-thirds majority vote to go directly to the House floor, and it failed by a 36-71 to 71 vote. Uh, it would have banned the sale and possession of guns like the AR-15 that was used in last week's school shooting in which 17 people were killed. Mm-hmm. And uh, the real fun part for a lot of people looking at this story is that legislature had just declared porn a public health risk. That's right. They'd rather spend their time talking about the dirty nature of pornography and how that is sending our children into all kinds of trouble. But the fact that we're shooting them up in a public school, I guess that's fine. Their safety for porno is that's what they have to focus on. Their safety from gun violence, eh, we can't be bothered with that. Take that, Stormy Daniels. Damn. 
Fritz. Mm-hmm. Hey, thank you, Pinkman. Uh, the Clooney's, George and Amal Clooney, are donating $500,000 in the name of their children, Ella and Alexander, I didn't even know they had kids, to the March for Our Lives demonstration. This was the, um, it's a rally created by the Florida High School shooting survivors. They are donating a half million dollars, and Oprah tweeted out that she is matching their donation. Whoa. I think they, uh, Steven Spielberg also. Yeah, nice. they have a lot of money, and if it doesn't get used for the march in Washington at the end of March, then it will go to survivors' uh, account. You know, like they'll they'll give it to victims and survivors, which I thought was nice. If they don't need to spend five million dollars putting a march together on the mall, right? Then you know it'll go oh, to yeah, the families in need. Like, like how the yeah. kids get to. Tallahassee. Yeah, who mm-hmm. paid for that? Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Mm-hmm. They also said that uh, they would be in attendance at the Washington D.C. march. Also, Serena Williams and Emma Watson also made massive donations nice. to charity and encouraged others to give as well. Mm-hmm. What about you, Pink Man? What about me, Fritz? What about me? As you mentioned, thousands have been rallying for gun control at the Florida Capitol today. Uh, several Parkland High School students and thousands of their supporters stood outside the Capitol. Uh, to demand that lawmakers enact gun control laws. Uh, The massive demonstration, of course, came after the Florida Senate postponed a vote on a bill that would allow private schools connected to churches to allow guns on their campuses. We promised people, okay, retro radio today. Real radio you've heard of, retro radio you haven't, maybe. Today means we're going to take phone calls like in the old days, you know, where you used to actually pick up the phone and dial in. Yes, not we, we still do that. Otherwise, no, uh, you want to bet? Because I have proof. Who does it? Central Florida would not know who Beth was if we didn't take phone yeah, calls. No, oh, well, there's We Beth. wouldn't give away prizes every time we play a game if we didn't take phone uh, calls. All right. However, sure. it used to be only, phone calls used to be really the only way callers could, in, or listeners could interact with the show. Now we have lots of options. We have texting, email, yeah. all the other uh, options. However, Zachary. and social media. Right. Now we're back to phone. Zach did, did what I asked, and he said he was going to call. Zach, uh, welcome to the Phillips file. Go ahead, please. Hi there. Hi. Um, I just wanted to mention something about, like, yesterday they did the um, vote down of talking about the gun control, but now they're just passed a thing for the putting in godly trust in all the schools, which will happen to separation of God, uh, church and state, and stuff like that. Yeah, I see. I didn't know that they put, now they're putting uh, God or, you know, in God we trust back in the schools or, you know, the Ten Commandments back in the schools. This I did not hear. This happened in Tallahassee? Yeah, apparently like an hour ago in the House of Representatives, there's 97 to 10 votes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That on all school buildings, all school legislative buildings, Aye. because God is the light and stuff like that. And I'm not saying anything bad, bad about religion, but it's just like they'll pass that because they think that's going to fix the problem, but nothing about gun control. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so they're mm-hmm. saying on all schools, public schools, where in God we trust, they want to add it just like it's on our money. Sure. However, you're right. If, if that's what you're doing to help protect kids... You know, uh, that that's not enough. It's more thoughts and prayers. However, on the issue of church and state, church and state is the idea that the government will pass no regulation to prevent you from being able to worship pray as you, you choose. Like. Yeah. So even though they are putting God and where atheists may say, well, that excludes me, they're not preventing anyone from worship. I appreciate your call, Zach. Thank you. And thanks for being such a good listener. Daryl, go ahead, please. It's your turn. Hey, I just wanted to say I, I'm a gun owner, but I support totally what's going on right now. I have no need for an AR-15. Give me as great a background check as you can do, the age. I agree with all that. My only fear is that we're going to miss other pieces of the pie because everybody's focused on the gun, which has been the tool. But we need to find out what's the trigger. Mental health, they're not talking about. 
um, our society as a whole, we need to take a hard look. I went to school, and I'm a little older, but for 12 years my family was at the school. Every pickup truck in the school had a shotgun in the back of the of the truck. Uh, you know what? Not I think that's you know I, I absolutely will you know march to support your right to have that gun in the back of your pickup truck window. I, I understand what you're saying. I know that many Americans this is their reality. This is you know the, the guns are a very important part of their life. You know, certainly in the South, certainly in rural communities, this is a big deal. Um, I don't think, though, because it may not be all of the cards that we should do none of the cards. We may oh, be I able agree. to, you know what I mean? So, yes, we have to look at mental health. Yes, we have to look at some of the other, as you say, the trigger, not just the, you know, the, the background check. What triggers people to go hog wild, if you will, you know, and and uh, go into a and, and, public place. And, I, but, and that's what I'm saying. I agree so much with you because my point was with the guns in the, sh- in the trucks, nobody ever went in those days went out and grabbed the gun and brought it back into school to use as a violent uh, yeah, yeah, tool. Yeah, that's right. And we need to look at why. Some, mm-hmm. not just, I agree with the gun part. We can't avoid any of it. I so. appreciate your calling, Daryl. All right, Daryl, thanks wow. again. Thanks for listening to uh, The File. Sorry, guys, I didn't mean to interrupt Huntley Brinkley. Yes, she did. Here. Yeah, sort of did, yeah. No, that was intentional. Yeah. She said yeah. it before the break. You Don't lie to him. We were doing it. Don't lie to him. Yeah, I did sort of say told me during the break. Sort of said it. Yeah, I really want to talk to people. But we're going to... We're going to get more of them, right? I do want to talk about the news, and I do hope that somewhere we're going to talk about the Reverend Billy Graham, Oliver Sholem. May he rest in peace, right? I hope that we're going to talk about that as well. Are you asking yeah. for our permission? I don't Is know. It okay? Pinkman, what do you think? You no, have that I don't in the news? think so. You got that in the news? Fritz, what do you I think? Uh, I think I can do that. Right, okay. Uh, we might have it. Whatever, ish. nerd. You know, it's hard to give up the news control, but I'm trying. You know, it's not easy for me. Uh, yeah, but here is the number, 407-916-1041. We, I, we'll take your calls at the top of the hour, right? Or 888-978-1041. The news, the file, the audio file. All We have a, a busy, busy day today. Scott Maxwell later in the program, five-minute professor. It, it tells a pop in here. Uh, what? Shout doctor. Oh, my God. This is going to be a showstopper. You guys have a movie for him? Oh, yes, we do. Oh, yes. It is. I mean, he's walking up in the hall saying, I am. Oh, I can't tell you. Don't tell us. No, no, no. This is the Phillips file on Real Radio 104.1. Time for more of the news with Fritz and Pinkman. Pinkman and Fritz, who's up next? That would be I, Mm -hmm. Fritz. (laughs) <laughs> oh, thank God you said who you were. Yep, yes. thank you. Billy, uh-huh. Billy Graham, the influential U.S. evangelist, has died at the age of 99. Wow. Billy Graham, who, uh, let's see, he was ordained as uh, as a minister in 1939 at the age of 21. Just five years prior, prior to that, he converted to Christianity after hearing a traveling evangelist, and that's when he decided yeah. to get into his He went his, to one uh, of these career. tent revivals, and then by his, the height of his career in the 60s, he was filling stadiums. Yep. Or stadia. He or actually, whatever the plural is of stadiums. Stadium. A stadium Arcadium. Arcadium. <laughs> oh, come on. California. The two of you, it's really sad. We're both red hot chili peppers. Honest fans. to God. After becoming oh, yeah. one of the best known uh, promoters of Christianity in the U.S., Graham embarked on his global mission with an event in London in 1954. He's been doing this for 60 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, he passed away in uh, Montreat, North Carolina. Is that how you spell it? I love or, Montreat. M O N T R E A T. Montreat. Sounds right. Yep. Or Montreat, as yep. the locals call it. That, that would be fancy. That I would don't be think awesome. so. Ninety nine. Ninety nine years yeah, old. Yeah, just missed the big, the big one hundred. He also uh, grew up on a dairy farm, and so mm. I didn't know that. So Same. he was a real, you know, uh, a real, just a, nor- a normal dude, you know, who embarked on this mission of. Preaching Christianity. And he was the preacher to the presidents. Yep. Uh, all the way from Truman on. 
uh, one after didn't matter Republican or Democrat. His wife chummed up with the president's wife, the first ladies, and it was you know every you know Republican Democrat didn't matter all the way through. Now as he got older and his son who took over the ministry um, took on you know some of these uh, more public uh, interactions. His son really took a right wing stance on a lot of this stuff, and uh, I think he um, uh, took took the ministry um, definitely to the uh, to the right to the fringes. And I'm not sure that he was um, a- as welcoming to uh, Democratic presidents as his father had been. Well, he was a social conservative. Oh no, most definitely, yeah, yeah, so, yeah correct. But uh, he also avoided talking about. Um, Jesus's judgments and rather the all-encompassing yeah. love of God. Correct. But he said, um, I know that soon my life will be over. I thank God for it and for all he has given me in this life, but I look forward to heaven. I thought Aww. that the greatest line was at the end of this thing. He said, well, um, <laughs> you know, thousands flocked to see him or whatever, and they said, well, why did the, the reporter asked him, well, why did God choose you? And he said, well, that's the first question I'm going to ask him. <laughs> when, when he gets there, which I thought was kind of nice. cool, you know. Uh, so yeah, so he he knew he was just a regular guy preaching the gospel, and you know he was out there, and thousands and thousands, I dare say, millions of people following his ministry uh, over the years, either in person, on TV, of course, later on in uh, you know online and whatever. That was like a big deal, and uh, yeah, we mourn the passing at age ninety nine of Billy Graham. Yeah, Mr. Obama was the twelfth president to meet Graham. To, to me, Billy Graham yep. himself, really. Nice. Am I cool. right? Uh, you're not wrong, Fritz. Okay. Uh, Florida has ranked fourth, again, for advanced placement success, you may be pleased to know. Oh. About 30.8% of Florida's public school students graduated from high school in May, having passed at least one AP exam, which are offered in a total of 38 subjects, hmm. from art history to biology to macroeconomics, and are meant to mimic introductory Face college macaroni courses. macaroni and cheese. No, That's for, something I could get that's behind. A great See, class. Now there's an AP class and mac and cheese. I took AP art and uh, that's a thing. Yeah. Oh. And you had to send in a bunch of your artwork to uh, pass the class, so to speak. Yes. And they failed me, which I don't know how you do for art because it's very subjective. It is. Indeed. You have to art like hell in that class. I arted I like. I don't know. I guess I only arted like heck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, the three states with better AP re- records than Florida. Uh, were Massachusetts at 32.1, Maryland at 31.2, and Connecticut at 31%. Very but, nice. you know, still good for us. We're still number four, so that's awesome. Am I right, Fritz? We're, we're off the medal stand, though, huh? We're fourth? Yeah. Nah. You're not wrong, Pinky. Uh-huh. Thank you. Uh, UCF is going to receive a big financial boost from the Peach Bowl. What? Oh, yeah. Yep. We get oh. a Peach bonus? Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> This isn't in your uh, audio file, is it? No, no, no. Go for it. Okay. The UCF Athletics Association will receive an estimated $1.5 million boost from the football team's Peach Bowl victory. Administrators confirmed during a board meeting. UCF leaders considered it a successful outcome in light of all of the scheduling challenges the program faced last season. Undefeated, you know, might I add. That's true. National champs. No, I don't know about all that. Well, it'll go to pay those national champ bonuses that they... (laughs) Wait, they're not paying anything. (laughs) Yeah, they did. What'd they pay? The team? The team paid who? Their coaches. Well, but they weren't national champions, so why would They... they give them a national champion bonus? You say they weren't. 
No, but they, they say were. they were. So does the AP. So does the bowl. You know, the BCS. So does everybody else. Not that, everybody else. That's not true. You can call yourself king of the world, but okay, you're not. I'm king of the world. Okay, good. Well, give, yourself, give yourself a bonus and, for that. And if Pinkman gets a bonus when I become king of the world, then I would pay Pinkman his bonus. I will accept said bonus. Oh, Here's a dollar. Oh my God. Jack, congratulations on being king of the world. Thank I just you very heard that. much. That's awesome. Thank uh, you. Uh, Pinkman, please share some of your bonus with Fritz. It's not enough I to can't. share, Pinkman. Hold on to every nickel. Well, uh, Hurricane Irma forced the Knights to cancel their marquee home contest against Georgia Tech. This That's was right. um, this was planned for Parents' Day weekend. So because of that, the overall lost revenue from the games was projected at $1.5 million, mm-hmm. but it was offset by the Peach Bowl success of $3.8 million. So, because of the lost revenue, I guess that's where the financial boost is coming from. Mm-hmm. Okay. Am I right? I guess you're right. You're not wrong. Uh, <laughs> in keeping with a list of things that Florida's good at, besides being fourth in AP testing. Yes, sir. But number one in national champions when it comes to college mm-hmm. football teams in Central Florida. Woohoo! Woohoo! Clearwater Beach Silly. has been named the top beach in the United States. Oh, uh, yeah! Oh, uh, yeah! By home. Uh, By the Clearwater Beach people. Sorry, everyone says it's not. AP and the Orlando Sentinel and me and my daughters who went to Alabama. And Dr. Beach. Yeah. See, seriously, like, if Clearwater (laughs) is giving itself the prize, uh, you know, you have to think, where'd this come from? TripAdvisor. Oh, TripAdvisor. I like them. Well, maybe Uh, it's true then. The Pinellas County Beach won the accolade back in 2016, but had dropped to number four last year. Wait, normally it's at Siesta Key or something. Well, Siesta Key won last year. Oh, see, there you go. I'll raise your TripAdvisor and give you a Reddit who named UCF national champs. Well, that's Thank just you. ridiculous. They Red, did. I Reddit's was there when important. they they got oh, the award. Oh my goodness! Reddit's important. Mm-hmm. Back on top again. The beach leads a hef- hearty pack from the Sunshine State, which landed six on the top ten and eight of the top twenty-five lists. So more so than right. California beaches or Hawaiian California. beaches, and more than Alabama beaches. Well, I yeah, don't know real, Alabama. You know, I guess they have really lower good. Alabama. Yeah, suck it, Montana. Oh, Take that, they don't Kansas. have a beach. No, yeah. there's no you, beach. Nebraska. Nevada beaches suck. Mm-hmm. Uh, South Dakota. That's Eat a it. fact. Losers. That's just wrong. Losers. Are you going to talk about the U.S. men's hockey team? No, we're talking about beaches still. Oh, sorry. Because mm. last night I watched it. They, Jack said they were playing Czech Republic. I figured out how to find it on TV. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's on a couple yeah. of channels. Yeah, CNBC is so hard to locate. CNBC or that NBCSN, and then it, there's this one. I think it was one. on CNBC. Oh, yes. well, yeah. Anyway, um, I thought I was only, you know, I had the two channels in mind. It was like, I, I, I don't know. What where do you mean I got to find a third? A third? I know. Yeah. But then they didn't do so hot, and it was like, I don't want to be a spoiler or anything, but yeah, am I they're right, done. Fritz? You're not wrong. Mm-mm. You're yeah. not wrong. Uh, in fact, the Czech Republic eliminated the U.S. men's hockey in a 3-2 to two shootout loss, Mo. Now, what is a shootout loss? Oh, there goes my audio file. Uh, okay. Damn. Nope, I missed. Bad, bad enough that like, Moira spoiled it. Now Fritz has to jump on. He no, he's throwing it away. Oh. Just forget I mentioned it, Jack. Just forget I mentioned it. USA's Lindsey Vaughn. Oh, you took my story. <laughs> oh, that's my other one. Damn it. <laughs> he burned both of us. P.F. Chang. P.F. Chang. What? Uh, I've got the nothing on P.F. Chang. Oh, thank God. God. Okay, Wait, so, isn't that where the Olympics are? Yeah, no. P.F. Chang, yes. South Korea. Well, actually, there was a, a Chicago TV station mixed up the Winter Olympics location with the Asian restaurant chain, okay. P.F. Chang. Okay. okay. Not for nothing, but wasn't this last week? Or two oh, weeks no, ago? Yeah, we'll better. check it out. It gets better. Jeez, okay. So then the they decided, you know what? We can roll with this, right? You know, uh-huh. we're just spitballing. We're just riffing. So they announced the Pyeongchang lettuce wrap. 
That's good. I like it. Now. I like it. So the and, the you know marketing team uh, decided with their lemons they were going to make lemonade. And, yes, indeed. Uh, yep. If you haven't heard, there was a graphics mix-up at a Chicago TV station that alluded to P.F. Chang's as hosts of a certain winter sporting event. Reads Ridiculous. a message posted to the official P.F. Chang's website. Well, Though at least not, they have a sense of humor. Right. You know. Though it's not true. We thought it would be appropriate to give the people what they want. <laughs> Which so is a lettuce wrap. Yeah, that's <laughs> An Olympic lettuce Young wrap. Chang lettuce. Yeah. Uh-huh. Very nice. Am I right? You are not wrong, Fritz. Uh, we can be 100% positive that Russian curler Alexander Krushelnitsky tested positive for the uh, performance-enhancing drug meldonium. Mm. Uh, although no one Isn't seems... that our first lady? That's Melania. Oh, I thought it was... Oh, sorry. <laughs> I get it. I like <laughs> it. All right, Fritz. Got it. Thanks. Glad Prince got it. Somebody got it. <laughs> so no one seemed to know what happened here. Enter Russian women's curling coach Sergei Belano. He has an idea. He said it was an think? inside job. Oh, he what does says that mean? He, he says he doesn't believe Krishelnitsky would have taken the drug because it would be foolish to do so, and he's certain someone must have drugged said Krishelnitsky. Oh. He couldn't say who he suspects would have done such a thing, but he did point out that multiple housekeepers come in and out of the athletes' rooms each day. So what, they would have put something in his drinks? Or, you know, a water bottle? Meldonium in his water. So this wasn't like a suppository or anything like that? No. You think he would have noticed if something was in his anus, don't you? I mean, really? You don't know with some people. I guess not, but surprise, surprise, surprise. Uh, Yeah. Am I I right? mm -hmm. You are not wrong, Pinkman. You know, Uber says... Uber says uh, they they want you to take a walk because what? they take they. Take a walk. Yep. That's not why I call you Uber. <laughs> yeah, really. Take a hike. The the ride hailing company is rolling out a service called Express Pool, which links riders in the same area who want to travel to similar destinations. So uh-huh. let's say you uh, want to go to oh I don't know Will's Pub. Okay. Eight, love it. Eight I other people pub. also want to go to Will's Pub. Well, you walk to one location. If you're all, you know, like, let's say, an Altamont Springs. Downtownish. Yep. Okay. They pick you up, and then they drop you off at another location, then you all walk to Will's Pub. And it's going to save, uh, it'll be... How this far? Is gonna, this is going to, oh, I don't know. It, but it's going to cost... Miles. It's going to cost up to 75% less than a regular uh, okay. Uber Oh, that's a good deal. Yeah. If it's a block, it's one thing. You know, if they drop you off somewhere else on 1792 at Hawker's, and you have to walk over to Will's Pub, no problem. But if they're dropping me off at the art museum... You know, and I have to hoof it down there. I, no. Yeah, it better be convenient because that's the whole point of rides, you know, of, of calling a car. Yep. I don't know. Well, I'm, you got to be. This is for people on a budget that want a to value. To share the share. That don't mind walking. If you don't want to walk, then you can pay the full Uber price. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't mind sharing even. You know, I don't mind walking they, even. But I want to know how far are they going to drop me off, you well, know, in the same county? I mean, where are they dropping? They'll tell you. They, they already have Uber Pool where you can share with other people. Yeah, I don't mind that. That's cheaper too, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah see. But it's a matter of finding someone else going to the same place. You might be waiting a little longer. Uh-huh. Yeah. This yep. weekend coming up, I'm taking Uber. I know it. Ooh. So excited to be taking Uber. Not in town. I'm going to be out of town. And I'm very, very excited to be, you know... It, it, but it's been around. It's like, ooh, I'm so excited. I get to get on a bus today. I'm going to take a taxi. It's kind of cool. Because everything, you know, we live in a place with urban sprawl and everybody has their own vehicle. Most people drive themselves. Nobody shares anything. But when you go on vacation to a big city or whatever, uh, even a medium-sized city, you take Uber. I mean, it's fun. Lyft. Well, 
Someone said Lyft is better. Or you get on a subway. Mm. I don't know. I mean, to me, they're the same thing. They are. I'm so excited to walk on a sidewalk today. Am I right? Good for you. You're not wrong, Fritz. Oh, worth mentioning, today is a lovely National Food Day. Oh, good. What is it? National Pancake Day. What? Or Or? National Sticky Roll Day. Oh, Sticky Buns. I love them. Oh, Sticky Bun. Yeah, that's what it is. Whatever. So good. Get it right or pay the price. (laughs) No. Whatever. Pancake Day is really fun. I mean... You know, it's not my favorite breakfast uh, carbohydrate, but... It's good, when you, especially when you get to the syrup, really. <laughs> yeah. It's just a conveyance yep. for syrup for you, I know. Pretty but. much. Mm-hmm. And same thing with waffles Waffles and are French way toast. better than pancakes. And the French toast. Yeah. It, for me, it's waffles, French toast, pancakes at the bottom of the heap, but... Eh, you don't know. It's, g- on pancake day, you should have a pancake. I go pancakes, waffles... No, you don't go pancake at the top. Yeah, Maybe pancakes, we should talk to Elaine waffles. Pancake today. <laughs> From the post office? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Does she even work at the post office anymore? I don't know. I don't know either. That's a great name. I mean, it must be awful to be saddled with a name like a food as a last name. Mm. You know? Like Joey Spaghetti. Like Susie Donut or something. I mean, that's terrible. There are worse last names to have. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Like Glasscock. Oh, for God! Uh, so <laughs> that's an awesome list. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're voting today at uh, OIA about the TSA. Whether the privatized TSA? You just want to use a lot of letters? No. OIA, TSA, At the PDQ. GOAA. And they're, do- yeah, and they're doing it PDQ. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. ASAP as possible. <laughs> and I think they're trying to keep it on the QT. I see. Yeah. LOL. <laughs> Get it? I see, I said. <laughs> oh, I cracked myself up. Listen, uh, so yeah, they want to privatize the TSA, guys, and there's no need for this. Nobody's asking for this, and it works like a charm. So somebody explain to me why they have to bother wasting our time with that. Unbelievable. I'm just saying. Couldn't tell you. Am I right? Kill the beast. You're not wrong. You're not wrong, Mo. You're <laughs> not know. wrong. That's right. You want to do some birthday? Oh, yes, sir. I do. Oh, buddy. I never get to play, so I'm happy some to. Some good be, ones be, today. Is, yep. is Fritz playing? I don't. Yeah, he's Can playing. I please? How can yeah. you play? I don't you have the answers in front no, of you. No, I have the oh, answers. Okay. I hide them from him. I Go see. ahead. Uh, first up, Kelsey Grammer of Cheers, Frasier, mm. X-Men. I think Kelsey Grammer is 61. Older. Go. Fritz. Um, I think he is, um, he's 64. Oh, I'll go in between and say 63. On the money, 63. No! Oh! oh, you see how it's done? Why would you go 64? Why? Because that's Why my answer. Would, yeah, but if you're giving a courtesy, you're always just go up two, not three. No, 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 no. He's Don't guessing tell what he's guessing. He, he did fine. I'm not no, courteous. he did fine and... Handing you the answer. He didn't know he was handing me the Jack answer. Jack wins more oh, than everybody else. I because... knew he was handing me the answer, oh, but he God. didn't know that. You <laughs> played him. Well, listen to this. Kapoya! Kapoya! <laughs> Jack, did you take advantage of my naivete? No, I, I knew he was older than Moira's guess, and I gave you he good wasn't information. He was that much older. I, mean, I, I know. And what did you say, Mo? 61? 61. And I said, what did I say to you, Fritz? Older. Go older. So I said 64, which See? is three years older. I didn't tell you where to go. I just said go older. I pointed you in the right it direction. The I should be thanked here. It was the length of time you drew out the O and go. Thank you, King of the World. All right, You're go welcome. ahead. Who else? Who's next? <laughs> Me. Go. Jennifer Love Hewitt from all those movies and also that crappy show Ghost Whisperer. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It was a great yeah, show. Yeah, and yeah. also the SpongeBob movie. Was she like the Vampire Slayer or something? No. Was she? No. no, no. Oh, You're thinking what was of, that show? Uh, Sarah Michelle Geller. No. Yes. Yes, but yeah. wasn't she in a witch movie? She was in a witch movie. She was in Bewitched. Anyway, 
I'm no, gonna go. She might have been Tabitha the she teenage dated witch. John Mayer. John Mayer wrote "Your Body Is Jennifer a Wonderland." Jennifer Love Hewitt. Nah, okay. Yeah, okay. All right, younger than me, forty-one. Nah. Way younger than you. Uh, uh, well, easy, <laughs> easy, Grandma. Just saying. Who is this again? I'm sorry. Pops, uh, Jennifer, Love Jennifer, Jennifer Love, Love Hewitt. Hewitt. Don't look her up. Forty-five. Uh, no, uh, she's thirty-nine. On the money, thirty-nine. Oh! Oh, oh yeah. And finally. Uh, let's go with Ellen Page. Remember her? She was the girl in Juno. Juno. She's adorable. She's a great actress, too. You're up, Fritzy. So cute. Uh, Ellen Page is, um, 30. Ooh, good guess, Mo. Ellen Page is now 32. Uh, 31? On the money, 31. Oh, oh, you set it up for him. So when he picks a three years, that's no good. And we pick two years, and that's no good. What are we supposed to you do here? You can't win. I'm destined. Uh, I'm destined to win. Yeah, well, there's the Lottie Da or the... Whatever. Huntley Brinkley no. report. We did the no. news. You listened. Am I Thank right? Thank you. Am I right? <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, <laughs> Love, Josh and Jeff. That's Pinkman and it's Fritz. It's wordy, but it's a <laughs> lot of words. It's their thing. Yeah. You this got, is... Hey, Fritz, work on a jingle for that, please. This, you got it. I'm this on is it. the Phillips file. This much I do know. <laughs> Jim is out today. He will be back with you tomorrow, tomorrow. right? Yep. Um, And then he'll be back for one day, and then we're... Woo! We're off uh, uh, for hey, Friday, Saturday, vacation. Sunday, which is awesome. Uh, yeah. So we are, Jack is here. Pinky is here. Fritz is here. We are doing the normal fun uh, festivities today. Uh, and hilarity ensues. Um, and we want to take your phone calls. It is the retro edition of the Phillips file today. It's 407-916-1041 or 888-978-1041. We're talking about guns. I'm not afraid of Marion Hammer. Take that. You're listening to the file on Real Radio. Your chance to win a trip for two to Los Angeles for the iHeartRadio Music Awards is just a few minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From and now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Playing the part of Jim Phillips? Here's... Someone else. And that would be me. I'm Moira sitting in the big chair today as Jim enjoys a day off. Well, he's doing some family business and he'll tell you he'll be back tomorrow. Um, and um, let's see. T- right now, we are about to play closest to the pin, the bonus round where we pit uh, today, we pit Pinkman against Fritz. And the caller will decide who they think is going to win this game, and we'll uh, we'll talk to Cliff. Cliffy, you're the you're the contestant, so your responsibility is simply to pick who you think is going to win the game: Pinkman or Fritz. All right, I'll go with Pinkman, please. You think Pinkman's <laughs> going to win? All right, and the first person has to go out, right? Yep. I'm sorry, Pinky, you've got to go out in the hall. Lame. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, put Cliff on hold. Look, Cliff, right, hold I got him. him on hold. I okay, got good. So he is uh, rooting for Pinkman, who must now get up and walk out. Oh, it's exhausting for him. I know. I know how he hates going first. I know. (laughs) For that reason. All right, Fritz, we're going to ask you five questions. We'll need five answers. Your category is please, I'm otherwise engaged. This is from Brad, so thanks to him. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, Brad. These are questions about couples' engagements in reference to Pinkman's most recent engagement. Mazel tov to that, right? All right, five questions. Isn't it sweet? It is sweet. I'll, I'll need five answers. You got it. Okay, here we go in three, two, one, begin. He asked, she said yes. How old is Duchess to be Meghan Markle? She's 24. 
In other royal wedding news, some say Queen B and Jay-Z skipped the engagement and went right to the wedding. In what year did they exchange vows? 2003. Uh, Kanye West proposed to Kim Kardashian in 2013 with a dazzling cushion-cut Lorraine Schwartz special diamond. How many carats was it? Uh, Twelve. In her lifetime, Elizabeth Taylor received a lot of engagement rings, like the one she got from producer Mike Todd. It was a 29.4 carat emerald cut diamond. How many times was Ms. Taylor married? Eight. According to Brides.com, how many months gross salary should the purchaser spend on the engagement ring? Three. Time. Mm, mm-hmm. Good job, All Chrissy. Right. Okay. All right, got All his time. Here he comes. Yep. Waving in Pinkman. Mm-hmm. Bada bada. Thanks to Brad for the category. Thank you, Brad. Here comes Pinky. Pinkman, welcome back. You know that Cliff is betting on you to win this thing against Fritz. You have your work cut Big out mistake, for you. That's all Cliff. I'll say. Uh, your category, Pinkman, welcome back. Your category is please, I'm otherwise engaged. This uh-huh. is from Brad. Uh, questions about couples' engagements in reference to your recent engagement. So Mazel Tov. And uh, we've got five questions. We'll need five answers. Thanks, Brad. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thanks, Brad. Here we go. In three, two, one, begin. He asked. She said yes. How old is Duchess-to-be Meghan Markle? Uh, 32. In other royal wedding news, some say Queen Bee and Jay-Z skipped the engagement and went right to the wedding. In what year did they exchange their vows? 2009. Kanye West proposed to Kim Kardashian in 2013 with a dazzling cushion-cut Lorraine Schwartz special diamond. How many carats was it? Uh, four. In her lifetime, Elizabeth Taylor received a lot of engagement rings, like the one she got from producer Mike Todd, a 29.4-carat emerald-cut diamond. How many times was Elizabeth married? Uh, four. According to Brides.com, how many months gross salary should the purchaser spend on the engagement ring? Uh, three. Time. Mm. Oh, boy. Any handicap on Pigman? Oh, we didn't roll the dice. No, it's it's straight up. Lucky right. for me, a three months salary or whatever is like two hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, okay. that's sad. All right, here we go. Let's grade he, this. He's not wrong. Uh, I understand, <laughs> Cliff. Let's see how uh, Pinky does on this, and uh, ho- hopefully Uh-oh. you will. You know, if if you are correct, uh, you will get a you matter business card uh, with red on white, uh, wet, red on one side. White on the other. It red has, on one side. Red on one side, <laughs> white on the other side. It has a squiggly heart design, and we will autograph that for you, and you will have good luck for the rest of your life. If Fritz wins this game, though, you will have bad luck for 24 hours. So let's cross our fingers and move along, shall we? And, and, and grade this thing and see how we do. He asked. She said yes. How old is Duchess-to-be Meghan Markle? Of course, the he in the question is Prince Harry. How old is his bride-to-be Meghan Markle? Uh, Fritz said... 24. And Pinky? 32. The answer? 36. Pinkman starts off oh, strong yeah. here. Ooh. I had no idea. Nice. Yeah, apparently. Yep. Oh, my. Next one, too. <laughs> In other royal wedding news, some say Queen Bee and Jay-Z skipped the engagement, went right to the wedding. What year did they exchange <laughs> their vows? Fritz said 2003. 03. Pinkman, yeah. 2009. Ooh, the answer is in the middle. But it is 2008. Pinkman gets another Point. To, to be fair, they had a song called "O3 Bonnie and Clyde" about their love together. Ah, well, it was. You're that, welcome, Fritz, Fritz. Is that why you picked He's 2003? Nah, no, no, I just thought of the Crazy in Love song, which came out 2003. Kanye West proposed to Kim Kardashian in 2013. <laughs> uh, she had a dazzling, it says here, cushion cut Lorraine Schwartz special diamond. Ooh. How many carats was this thing? Fritz said 12 carats. Pigman said four. Oof. Mine's more conservative. 12 carats. Well, this is Kanye and Kim. This mm-hmm. is, you know. You're right. I should have said 
the, 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 the. To be fair, I don't know what a carrot is. That's okay. It's you a vegetable. You don't have to admit that. Moira, what's the answer? The answer is 15 carrots. Damn. Fritz, you're on the board. All, All right. right. Yep. Two to one, Pinkman leads. That's right. And in her lifetime, Elizabeth Taylor received a lot of engagement rings, like the one she got from producer Mike Todd. This is 29.4 emerald cut, you know, diamond. How many times was Elizabeth Taylor married? Fritz said eight, Pinkman four. Married? Uh, yeah. No. Uh, one of them got it right on the, do- on the, on the dot. I know who it is. Uh, it is Fritz, Fritz eight times. Yes, indeed. Now it's three to two. Lame. He's in the lead. Seven mm. husbands, though. You're right. a seven. Oh, husband. look at him. He go. knew he something. Yep. Oh, he Googled it. Cheated. No, she also has three eyelashes. You have three eyelashes. Uh, Keep going. <laughs> according to brides.com. Wait, it's three to two. It all comes down to this, Mom. Yes, yeah. indeed. Uh, how many months gross salary should the purchaser spend on an engagement ring? Fritz uh, said. Moira, they both said three months, therefore, The Fritz answer will, is go ahead. three. Fritz oh. gets two points. Pinkman gets Pinkman. two points, but the answer, uh, Pitt, it ends uh, up five to four. And Fritz wins Fritz five to wins. four. I'm wow. sorry, Cliffy. Oh, Cliffy. Bad yeah. luck for 24 you, hours. You I'm sorry about poorly. that, my friend. Sorry. You oh. chose poorly. I will tell you, here's a fun fact from Brad. Approximately 2,000 couples get engaged every year right here at Walt Disney World. Ah, nerds. That's, That's uh, cool. I think it is cool. See? Not yeah. everyone could go to Central Park to get engaged. No, fo, fo, fo. And that's Secret closest to the pin. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. pin Suck it, Pinkman. Uh, this is the Phillips Rude. file. Jim has some personal business to attend to. He'll be back tomorrow. We talked in the first hour about our Florida legislature. I will tell you that I, I think I put in all four of our addresses here on the file, at least for today. Just to see who our representatives to are. To see who our yeah, Florida yeah, yeah. House representatives are and to see how they voted yesterday when the Parkland's uh, kids got on a bus, went six or eight hours up to Tallahassee. We're watching in the gallery as the Florida House was deciding even to talk about some gun control and the ban on assault weapons. They decided to start big, right? So they decided this was going to be on the on the floor. Let's get this. Let's talk about this, right? That's what the vote was. Should we bring it to the floor? Should we have a conversation? And uh, two to one, they said no. And it was strictly a party line vote. And all four of our representatives voted no. I don't know where they stand with their money from the NRA. I will say that um, Marco Rubio, to his credit, will participate in a town hall tonight uh, on, I think it's CNN. It is. Uh, and he will be there despite the fact that he's got uh, just a gob of money from the NRA, $3.3 million. He's one of the top six um, recipients of uh, campaign donations from the National Rifle Association. And so it's clear what side his Bread is buttered on, if you know what I'm saying. So this is a Scott Playcon. He's my guy. Voted no. Mike Miller voted no. Jason Brodeur voted no. And that Bob Cortez, he voted no also. Those are our guys here. But if it's a Republican in the Florida House, pretty much they voted along party lines. We're not well, even talking about this. And Jason Brodeur is always one, uh, was also one of the sponsors that, uh, of yeah. Docs versus Glocks, where he didn't want your doctor to be able to talk to talk you about to you. Right. Uh, gun safety in the home. He doesn't want to talk 
talk about anything, this one. Can we talk about gun safety? Which is, uh, nope. Which, which is totally, you know, uh, outside the realm of the Constitution, but merely to placate the NRA, just to say, I'm doing something. I believe 68 of the 71 no votes yeah. of those Republicans all have a, a, a grade from the NRA. A or A plus, that yes. is correct. Uh, uh, Moira, I have a text, Rule Mobile 77031. This yes. listener writes in, prior to service... Uh, Marine and pistol owner. Uh, I will upset my friends, but military style weapons and auto conversions are not needed by the public or even law enforcement. They are meant to be used for trained military functions only in specific situations. Please read on air as many military vets feel the same. That's true. I will call, but I'm at work. They did a story. uh, They did a survey. I'm sorry. I think it was Quinnipiac, but I'm not positive. 97% want to really look at background checks and to beef that up 97 percent there is no policy poll that ever is that skewed 97 to 3 uh we'll talk about background checks we'll talk about perhaps the age limit or a waiting period or a mental health list or something we'll talk about all of that but today's the retro version of the phillips file meaning we want you to call for the audio file we don't <laughs> oh well we'll get to you don't worry 407-916-1041 or 888-978-1041 the audio file hang on to your hats the audio file is next on the on real radio 104.1 real radio orlando on facebook brought to you by seacoast bank see why local is better by visiting seacoastbank.com better by all accounts since 1926 member fdic from spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound that thrill of victory. I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. And the agony of defeat. Chicken Tetrazzini. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. There's a lot of stuff happening in the news today. I'm sure that you've got those those kids. Did you did you hear some of them? Jackie? I most certainly did. Yeah. Um, yeah, I caught them speaking live earlier today from our state's capital, and I have some of their audio. These are some of the students of uh, from Parkland, uh, from the yeah. Stoneman High School, and uh, here they are in their own words. We'll start with uh, Ryan Deach. He um, was first uh, taking issue with, or you know, talking about the experiences, and uh, really kind of calling out the media because, you know, all these these stories are like media frenzies and the media is needed to kind of spread the message. However, he says uh, there is a place where they go too far. Yesterday, I walked out of Carmen Centrop's funeral early because I cannot handle that type of grieving. I cannot handle being in there mourning over the loss of somebody that I have known for at least the past six years. And... I'd just like to say that when I see a camera tracking me as I cry walking out of a church, that is not acceptable. Yeah, so there, you know, obviously these are tough times. He felt for, it was intrusive that uh, the uh, media uh, was there. Absolutely. I mean, we're talking 16, 17, 18-year-old kids. Uh, no, actually, yeah. down to 14, I believe. The freshmen the were 14, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Just uh, tragic. Here he is, again, a little more from Ryan. They, they are in Tallahassee trying to meet their representatives. He's talking about the uh, the experience of, of trying to talk to legislature. I know I've been walking into office after office after office, and I've maybe only spoken to three representatives, two of which already agreed with me. 
I want to see those people who have spoken out against this. I want to see those people who shot down that bill, who did not let it get past committee. I want to see those people. I'm not here for a fight. I'm not here to argue with you. I just want to speak. I just want to see your face and know why. Mm. Obviously, uh, you know, uh, a hot topic, very emotional issue, and they, uh, you know, they are empowered. And the, the, here is Alfonso Calderon uh, talking about it as well. Although we are just kids, we understand. We know. We are old enough to understand financial financial responsibilities. We are old enough to understand why a senator cares about re-election or not. We are old enough to understand why someone might want to discredit us for their own political purposes. But we will not be silenced. It has gone on long enough that we, just because we are kids, we are not allowed to understand. But trust me, I understand. I was in a closet, locked for four hours with people who I would consider almost family, crying and weeping on me, begging for their lives. I understand what it's like to text my parents, goodbye, I might never ever get to see you again, I love you. I understand what it's like to fear for your life. Powerful words. He was great, I yeah, saw him on yeah, TV. Yeah. 16 years old, mm-hmm. and he talks about... Like I'm ready. He he has his cause now, and he he goes on to say, even if I if I have to drop out of school, this is what I'm I'm now devoting uh, every yeah. day to. Here here he is a little more from Alfonso Calderon. Change might not come today. It might not come tomorrow. Right. It might not even come March 24th when we march for our lives down in Washington. But it's going to happen. And it's going to happen before my lifetime because I will fight every single day. And I know everyone else here will fight for the rest of their lives to see sensible gun laws in this country. And so that kids don't have to fear going back to school. Thank you. Oh, yeah. He was strong. He was powerful. So many of the young men and women who went Mm -hmm. up to the microphone. uh, That was in D.C., right? I mean, they were... Or was that in Tallahassee? That was in Tallahassee. They were in Tallahassee. Yeah. So, yeah. Right are, now, mm-hmm. President Trump is holding a listening session uh, on mass shootings and has several uh, uh, people who survived uh, situations mm-hmm. like that. Uh, they're at the White House now. Mike Pence is on hand speaking as we speak here today. Mm-hmm. So that's going on there. Okay. I know CNN is doing a town hall tonight um, where some of those students will be uh, you know, on that as well as... Uh, Florida Junior Senator Marco Rubio and Bill Nelson, both of our Florida senators will be there. Okay, Nelson yeah. as well. Uh huh. Excellent. Uh, one last uh, student to hear from. Her name is Sarah Chadwick, and uh, and 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 Sarah makes a point to not forget the reason that they are there today. Never again, because never again should a child be afraid to go to school. Never again should students have to protest for their lives. Never again should an innocent life be taken while trying to gain an education. And never again should I feel guilty to be alive because Peter, Carmen, Scott, Feiss, Hickson, Meadow, Jamie, Alyssa, Joaquin, Helena, Nick, Alana, Cara, Martin, Luke, Gina, and Alex are not. That is why we have organized this revolution. For them. I like the idea of hashtag never again. Yeah. Uh, And I hope that in their lifetime that they are correct. And I said at the beginning of the program that you just had to listen today. You had to listen. You can hear it. You can hear it in the voices. You can hear the rumble. It may be far off now, and it may take a while to get this sea change, but I can feel it. When we remember back, when did that ever happen, that we changed our gun laws here? 
I think they're going to remember that it happened today. February 21st is going to be the day that people remember that all of a sudden people were thinking about and making appreciable change to well, background checks, age limits, waiting, whatever. I, I, waiting I mean, but why do you say that it's today and not a week ago today, the day of the shooting? Or, you know, and why wasn't it because they have Sandy Hook? Of course. Well, they the six year olds were the most compelling, heart wrenching stories ever. Right. I mean, of, of all of the recent ones, the, the the Las Vegas one, heartbreaking pulse, of course, close to home, right in right in our backyard. I mean, that was just devastating to our community and, and all of that. This one, because they are young enough to be just sweet faced innocence and yet strong enough and have a, you know, a great presence about them. And today it seems like there's something different. Because they are able to keep the message alive. The survivors do. Now, the parents of the of Sandy Hook and the people who were survivors of Pulse and those stories, compelling, absolutely. But these kids, they are just about to be voters. They are saying the things that they are going, you know, they always say children are our future. This is the sea change, and I think it starts today. And I, I can smell it. Uh, just like those kids could smell the gunpowder and could smell the blood of their classmates, I can smell the change. And today it seems like that's it. So I, you know, I, I can't tell you what it is, but it's something that I can I, I can feel it in my bones that today is the day that we finally start voting our conscience and voting out those people who are simply concerned with the mother's milk of campaign donations from the National Rifle Association. Well, we. Uh... Time will tell. Mm-hmm. Um, and we move on. However, uh, you know, uh, in the world of world sport, we go to the Olympics. I know we alluded to it before in the not going to be a spoiler alert. Are segment. you? I'm sorry. <laughs> it's called "We Did the News." You listen to it. Thank you. Am I right? You're not wrong. Love, Josh and Jeff. Okay, it's going to take me a while to remember that. So, thank you, Mr. Pinkman. Yep. Uh, you talked about uh, Lindsey Vaughn. We did. She skied. This is her signature event. It was uh, women's downhill alpine skiing. She wanted to go out with a gold at, I believe, 34. This is pretty much her last Olympics. But uh, here she is, an emotional Lindsey Vaughn. Um, she was bested by her friend and then another, I believe it was a Norwegian skier. And she ended up with the bronze medal. Um before they yeah. before it was final, she was at the the bottom of the hill uh, doing an interview on NBC. Here's a little from American skier uh, Lindsey Vaughn. I wish I could keep going. You know, um, I have so much fun. I love what I do. Um, my body just can't well, probably can't take another four years, but I don't know. I'm just I'm proud. I'm proud to have competed from my country. I'm, Proud to have given it my all, and um, I'm proud to hopefully come away with a medal. The, yeah, and she said hopefully because, of course, <laughs> it wasn't done yet. She right. did end up winning the bronze yeah. uh, to go with her goal. I, I heard her she... father say something that I thought was a little sketchy. I heard this on the news junkie. He said, you should have tried harder or something. Well, I was like, what? There were, there's right. something he said that was like uh, Rude. Uh, referring to a quote like, uh, there's two places, first and and last, and nobody else. Yeah, first right. and nobody. Yeah. yeah so, but 
She should have tried harder. This is a girl who has broken almost every bone in her body. Did you mm-hmm. catch that? Did you see that? Yes, last I did. Night they, they showed her ankle. They showed her knee. They showed she had a concussion. They showed yeah. she broke this and she broke that and she strained this and she strained that. And she was out of uh, pocket for four months and then six months and then yeah. rehabilitated. Yeah. And they went through her entire skeletal system and showed everything that was busticated. I thought it was really over the line when he said, I'm embarrassed to be your father. I thought that was. I thought that was tacky. That was You're much. making that up. Nah, I it's thought a bit of a when stress. he said, You're disowned, stay here in PFG. No, oh. was when he really took <laughs> none it over of this the line. is right. This is the, epi- the epitome of fake news. All right I know there. is Jim owes me a dollar now. For what? It, now props oh, to gold, Pinkman right. because here's the deal: Jim yesterday proposed a bet that Lindsey Vaughn would meddle in this event. Mm-hmm. Pinkman in the past would pretty much accept any one of Jim's bet at face value. We've been trying to coach Pinkman to fight back. Are you for better terms? Negotiate. And he did. And Pinkman, what was your response to Jim's proposal? Uh, I said, if you accept silver or higher, I will take your bet. <laughs> Therefore, she, she needed gold or silver for Jim to win because Jim accepted uh, Pinkman's renegotiated terms. And because she is a bronze medalist, Pinkman now wins that bet. And oh, he is yeah. a dollar richer today for it. Well, maybe. Once, m- well, you'll be a dollar richer tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, you'll be a uh-huh. If he pays you tomorrow. He'll I pay you. So. No, we don't know that. Oh. Well, uh, downhill skiing wasn't the only event happening in the Olympics. Pokal, second shooter for the Czech Republic. No. Pokal moving in. He scores. Oh, uh, that was the uh, an elimination game for men's U.S. men's hockey against Czech Republic. Uh, U.S. was up one nothing. I turned it on. Czech, tie, uh, Czech Republic yes. ties it one to one. Then I go back. Then it's two to two, and then they end up going to a shootout. Czech Republic wins. How they does that advance. work? How many? Like, is it like soccer where they have X five shots on goal or something, and then five the other way? Or let me say this about that. Yeah, it was eleven thirty at night or so when the end of the second period ended. Yeah, at the end of the second period, and that's when I'm like, I'm going to bed. I'll find yeah. out in the morning, and I found out in the morning it was a shootout. Uh, so, all right. And now they do it in So the soccer. answer is you don't know no. how a, a shootout no. works. All right. Maybe yeah. somebody will know. Yeah. All right. What is hockey? Stop it. <laughs> if you really think about it. And did you see your shib sibs? Uh, not last sk- night because it was uh, they won the bronze the night before. Last night was the short program oh, the for girls. female yes. figure skating. A trio of skaters skating for the USA, and they all shared something in common. What? Uh, falling yes. on their first uh, jump. On their first, uh, yeah. like, a combination or something. Yes, that... You know, the first girl, the blonde, right? Boom! The first one is a triple something-something, and then she does a little two-something, or I say a little, like I could do any of it, right? So she does a little second thing. Yeah, I can't stand on skates, by the way. Me either. I only Same. push with one foot. Yeah. So I what? just go around this That's like curling. Way. So it's skateboarding. Girl, she fell right on her tush, and I can't watch after that. Mm-hmm. That's how Jim feels about the dog show. We can't watch. I, it's it's like, like, oh. I watch it, but I'm just so disappointed knowing that, that they're, they're going through yeah. that disappointment. Yet they have to still execute Finish it out. every yes. part of it because you know, I mean, stranger things have happened. People have fallen and, and found themselves on the podium. Yeah. However, uh, it, with the level of competition. In female figure skating, it doesn't look like our three Americans are going to be uh, winning anything. So here is what Mirai Nagasu had to say following Easy her performance. Yeah, yeah, she went for the the triple axel, Ugh. had it in the team competition, and she talks about that here. Mm-hmm. 
you know, you win some and lose some, and today um, wasn't my day, but I delivered when it counted for the team, so I'm proud of that, and I'm still going to live on that. Mm, she'll live on that. So she ends up with a bronze medal for uh, Team USA in the team skating event. Sure. They get that, uh, although she will not uh, most likely Have win a medal. Have an individual anything, yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. Podcasts. I love them. They're everywhere. They are. Yeah. Everyone Swing a dead cat, them. you're going to hit three podcasts. It's like glitter. Hey, in this room, we probably have t- a couple. A thousand, a thousand at least. A bunch. Well, Pinkman's uh, on one. Fritz has two of them. I got one. And you have one. I got mixed company. That's your yeah true okay and then you know, so, so there's that you're right then the Phillips file has a podcast too so there are a bunch of them so there's four six yeah oh, uh, I, you have I'm doing one with my wife we're doing a podcast no way not really but <laughs> I, I figured we should everyone uh, else has one my husband's going to be super jealous don't say that <laughs> he's going to be like we have to do that or we'll have to punch well, Jack in the nose he has four friends <laughs> always <laughs> with violence and then, yeah, right yeah see and then Fritz and Pinkman have casual shadows see? that's their podcast. However, let's see. Um, everyone's on the podcast, including yes. Jimmy Kimmel. What? The man uh, show. No. Oh. Oh. Dak Shepard. You know who Dak Shepard is? Yes. yes married, married to, to Kristen Bell. Bell. Damn it. <laughs> Jinx. You're right. Husband to Kristen, uh, Kristen Bell. Yeah. He's an actor. He has a podcast and had Jimmy Kimmel on. And Jimmy Kimmel talks about walking away from his talk show. What? And <laughs> by the way, I wouldn't have been so upset if... If they had pulled the show off the air, I right? Mean, you You're know. thinking this is there's a lot of cities in America we can live without. No, one. I was yeah. thinking, great, I don't oh. have to do this f- job oh. anymore. Oh my god, oh, really? listen to you. <laughs> yeah, he made mm-hmm. some comments about Detroit, and there was a little backlash. And he's like, "Hey, if they take the show away, yeah, maybe he was saying it in jest. Yes, you know, maybe once it's gone, then he realizes, oh my god, I I need my show. What did I do? Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. but uh, I guess everyone, no matter how cush you have it, no matter how much of a great job. Did you say how cush you have it? Cush. Yeah. Yeah. Cush. How Maui Wowie you have it. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, Kush, Kush. like cushy, you know, like cushy. delish. I heard cushy. Like I never Kush heard cush. Ball. Like delish oh, no. or delicious. No, or... Oh, Jack doesn't like that. No, so I'm I hate shocked delish. that he said yeah, yeah. cush when the expression no. is it's cushy. No. How... Yeah, cushy. <laughs> cush is a thing. It's cushy. It's cush. Cush is yeah. this. 420. Cushy is when you have a sweet deal. You Don't talk to me about weed, bro. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> just saying. We fight. that 436. Anyway. Oh, 420. Oh, points. What? Um, <laughs> okay, what? So finally, here, here's something else. Uh, I posted this video on our website. It's kind of neat. It, it's uh, NL Seth. He's a neuroscientist, answers mm-hmm. neuroscience questions from Twitter. The video goes on for 10 minutes, and you can see a lot of interesting stuff, but people tweet in questions. He answers them. Here's a, a sample. Just watch that episode of Black Mirror where they have a device that can harvest your memories kind of like in Meet the Robinsons. And it seems hella advanced, but we, can we now implant fake ones? Oh. This is possible, I think, in some limited way. We can implant new memories. Our memories are just very unreliable. Watching 90s music videos today, and I'm wondering where in my brain I've stored all of these really non-essential lyrics. And if I can clear that space with something useful now. The number of memories that you could potentially store in a brain is infinite. So a lot of different questions he goes through, a lot of interesting stuff. If you ever 
wondered what your brain can do and how it works. You know, it's, it's like just, a Neil. What's his name? Neil deGrasse, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Tyson. As a matter of fact, this is put up by Wired uh, magazine. Yes, yes, so, yes. and they actually have a version with Neil deGrasse Tyson as well. Who is my crush? My secret science crush. He's well, pretty now cool. It's not a secret. Oh, now George uh, is going to punch him. No, yeah. no, 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 no. He, I think it's his secret uh, science crush too. Okay. No, he told me he likes Copernicus. <laughs> I know he likes Bill Nye the Science Guy. Catch it. Oh, he has a Netflix series, by the way. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but catch the video. Anil Seth, neuroscientist, answering Twitter questions. That's at realradio.fm. Click on the Phillips file. And if you click the link, then you'll be able to find Neil deGrasse Tyson as well. And that is your audio file for today. Nice, Jackie. Oh, Thank yeah. you. Audio file. We have lots of things going on here on the file today. We'll talk to Scott Maxwell. Next hour, we'll play the real, uh, another edition of, of Closest to the Pin, Shot Doctor, Five Minute Professor, all kinds of things going on. And we'll take your phone calls. Now, we're playing like retro radio today where we're asking you to call. Here's the number. I know this is shocking. 407-916-1041. Whether we're talking about gun control, if you've listened to any of those students, today is the day that it all changes. They are talking with the president today. He's listening. He is rolling his eyes and crossing his arms and is in a little bit of a defensive position as we speak. But the kids, I hope, I, you know, I can't hear it, but I'm hoping that they're really holding to their uh, their script and their narrative, having been in the classroom in Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School uh, a week ago today. So we'll talk about gun control, whether it's background checks, age limits, uh, waiting periods, or mental health. We can talk all about that. Here's the number, 407. 916-1041 or 888-978-1041. This is The File on Real Radio. Time for the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, sir. <laughs> A Japanese man won the custody of 13 kids he fathered via duck surrogate. He apparently wanted custody of all these kids. Why would anyone want that many humans spawn? Idiot. Next, a bride was on her way down to her wedding reception when the elevator she was riding in got stuck. I love that Aerosmith song. Bride in the elevator. Finally, after giving birth at the Florida State Fair, a woman received lifetime passes. That'll be great for when she takes her kid to show her the gravitron she was born on. Headlines were brought to you by Filatowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. You're listening to The Phillips File. Real Radio! 104.1 A million miles away You're signaling I think that's a theme today. I think I've waited long enough. And uh, a lot of the people who are talking to President Trump or at him are saying that we have waited long enough for some common sense gun reform. Whether it's background checks, age limits on semi-automatic weapons, bump stocks, waiting periods, uh, mental health, 
uh, tightening up. We've waited long enough. Uh, I come from the cynical school of, well, if it didn't happen after, and now fill in the blank, after Sandy Hook, well, then it'll never happen. Oh, oh if it didn't happen after Pulse, it, it'll never happen. If it didn't happen after Las Vegas, where the guy from the, you know, the, the high-rise hotel shot at a, at a country uh, concert, it'll never happen. And now it happened again in Florida. Three of the worst Mass murders have happened in the last five months in our country's history. Five months, three of the worst mass shootings in our country's history have happened in the last five months. And there is a a circle of people, you know, there are probably 50 people sitting in an office in in a room in, in the White House. The president is in the circle. Vice President Mike Pence is in the circle. And they are listening to young people and their parents alike some who buried their children a day or two ago. And are they are t- the, the politicians are there. The mayor of Parkland is there. The, the, the school staff is there. But these are, you know, the parents, the teachers, the, the students are there. The president of the, of the senior class is there. And we are talking about this on our program because today I stopped just long enough to listen. And I want you to listen with me because today is the day that you hear the rumble. It's quiet at first, like a stampede in the distance. But this rumble is going to overtake this nation when it comes to this topic. And we have heard it long enough. Uh, We are taking your phone calls. I promised you we would get to some of these nice people who've been holding on. Let's start off with Chris. It's your turn on the file. Go ahead, please. Yes, hey, Mo, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, And thank you for um, giving us the news about what our state legislature is doing. Um, so often it goes under the radar because these people are in Tallahassee and I'm in Merritt Island and I don't always know what they're doing. Well, tell me who's your guy or who's your woman. I'll tell you if they voted yes or no. Okay, well, he's a Republican. You told me that every Republican voted no. So, yes, sir, uh, they did. Yeah. Uh, I'm afraid to tell you. Is, that's, that's the name. Well, I've, got my, I've got my guy right here. His, his name is Tom Goodson. And I, oh, uh, Goodson, he, he voted no. Uh-uh, right here. Got it. It's alphabetical here. Goodson voted no. Merritt Island voted a big no. They don't even want to talk about it, sir. Chris, well, this is how bad it is. They won't take any phone calls. That's uh, correct. I, I called. I, they didn't take my phone call today. I called his uh, office in Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. I called his office in Merritt Island. Right. But I did, I did the exact same thing after the Las Vegas shooting to find out where he stood on gun control or bump stocks. And I called every, you know, every day for a few days mm-hmm. and... All I got was the ranching machine. He won't. He won't show his face anywhere. This is cowardice. This is cowardice right in front of our face. And you know what's going to happen is we are going to have people with some common sense and a little bit of smarts out there who are going to recognize that those people who are beholden to special interest lobbyists and Mar- I'm not afraid of you, Marion Hammer, you old crow. We are going to finally stand up and say if you're taking money from them and you are that is determining how you vote on this topic, you are out of a job. We threw that damn not Jason Brodor, what is my other that other play Chris Con- Dorworth. Dorworth we threw out. Playcon got kicked out and then got somehow reelected. These guys have got to go. If they are not going to give the the citizens, 97% of whom, Chris, thank you for your call. If we're not going to take 97% of the electorate on this topic once a change, this is a sea change. They had better get on the right side of this topic. Because they are going to be out of work. Newman, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Great show, Mo. Thanks. Really nice show. Thank you. Um, you're welcome, and your other show, too. Thank um, you. Let's see. 
okay, listen, this is such a super, super sensitive topic. However, I did hear a story from another news source prior to this, to your show, and um, he said, mentioned that the mother, or the adopted mother, went out the day after the shooting and sought out like this $800,000 policy that this kid had and and went to a, a lawyer or something. I'd like to know more about this story. I heard but that, this, too. I heard right? that there was a, a foster parent or something who, you know, uh, I guess is still watching a sibling of this shooter, and, and yeah. their parents left them because both of their parents died, right? The mother died right. just last November, and there was an insurance policy to benefit these two boys or these two kids, and this foster parent went out and tried to get that money to her, for her family or for herself. And I thought that was appalling, and I don't know if that was legitimate or not, but I will investigate, and I promise you I'll get back to you on that. One thing about this is that it really comes down to less than 1% of these type of people that do these type of things. Mm. And the saddest part is the efforts made by these children. If another shooting happens again, it will empower them even stronger. However, it's going to be really awful once, I hate to say once it happens again, it just cannot do. we got to be yeah. vigilant on the uh, Facebook. We have to bring this up. We have to really be, I don't understand about face recognition. If you have a gun and you're on Facebook or a knife, just like to do profiling, right? Why can't they target that? It's like child porn. If you have child porn on your, your computer, you're going to jail. Yeah, I, I you know I I think that there are lots of ways to identify and to isolate and to prohibit people who have these leanings. You know, uh, they, this kid said, I forget if it was on social media or what. I want to be a professional school shooter upper or something, right? Didn't he it say it was on YouTube? It was on YouTube, and that was the one that got reported to the FBI. Correct, and they did nothing with it. You know, so that's there's a you know a lot of there are a lot of pieces that have to be in perfect alignment. In this case, they were not. Brian, go ahead. Welcome to the file. Hello, file. Um, I wanted to touch on on this issue, uh, the mental illness aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have bipolar disorder. Mental illness runs in my family. I had two uncles that have had schizophrenia. One committed suicide when I was two with a gun in Castleberry. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually sent a letter with some of these ideas to Jack after Pulse. He might remember it. Uh, Number one, raised age to buy any firearm to 21. Yes, I think that's smart. Uh, Mental psychological screening for anyone wanting any gun carry, carry permit or to buy a gun. Uh, ban anybody with any mental illness from ever owning a firearm, ever. Maybe you can go to a shooting range and, and shoot one, but you should not be able to own any gun. And as a person with mental illness, I can, I can give up that right as a sacrifice to something to do nice for my country. I'm not speaking, you know, uh, from, from no experience here. I appreciate yeah. your call, Brian. Brian, thank Thank you. You You have a lot of good points. I appreciate all of that. And there are a couple of lines open. We are actually doing retro, right? We're doing it where we want your phone calls. We want to hear your voices. We we heard the passion of the students down in Parkland. We want to hear from you, 407-916-1041. This is The File on Real Radio 104.1. Your chance to win a trip for two to Los Angeles for the iHeartRadio Music Awards is just a few minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From...
Listening to the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1, The Sultan's a Swing. Although I can't tell you who sang it. Uh, uh, help oh, me. All right, bad with name that you tune. Can do it. We mentioned Sultan's it last swing. night, too. Oh, uh, we last night? Yesterday. We, oh, we End did. The, show, yeah. the Sultan's a it. Swing. It's not. Oh, wait. Just I throw do, out your I, first words. guess. Huh, two words. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know this, too. I know this. I'm terrible at this game. Uh, who sang this? Sultan's a Swing. Tough times. Van. Times are. Times are, uh, times are, are hard. hard. People mm-hmm. are screaming at the radio right okay, now. Okay, I know, I know, I know. Wait, wait. Times are tough. Yeah. Tough. Uh, these are what kind of times? These are trying times. <gasps> uh, trying, yeah. Trying. Or. Uh, trying. It's a nautical. With a D. It's a nautical John term. Cryer. He's jumping to the second word. Cryer? That doesn't help me at all. Cryer. It should help you. It starts with a D. Cryer. D. What's trying? What's between Florida and Cuba? It's called the Florida what? Straits. Dire okay. Straits. Ha, ha, ha. Okay, fine. Okay, I knew I would get it eventually. Panama. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, listen. Now I know Panama. Fine. It's all right. Listen, this is the Phillips file. Jim is taking a personal day. He'll be back tomorrow. Today is Sticky Bun Day. I'm just catching you up on the details. Tomorrow, I won't be here, but it's Margarita Day. So I want you to celebrate without me, margarita mm. without salt. Just I saying like my it. own personal preference. Tomorrow is margarita nice. day. What about with a grandma floater? I don't know what that means. You put Grand Marnier on top. It's really oh, good. Oh, they say grandma. Yeah, <laughs> it is. grandma is short uh, for Grand Marnier. All right, whatever. Tomorrow is margarita day. Uh, Friday, banana bread day, which is always a good time. Actually, you want to tell the shot doctor story maybe later about banana bread. Oh. Jack, you have a, a story about banana bread? I do. Yeah, okay. You want to hear it now? No, we want to take some phone calls because people have been really nice. Now, later this hour, we're going to talk to Scott. Nice to call, I mean. Uh, We're going to talk to Scott Maxwell later this hour. Shot Doctor next hour, and he'll do a a version of some movie we've assigned to him. And he and uh, I think Pinkman, maybe a little bit of Jack Bradshaw in there somewhere. Uh, That's the cast, right? He's going to do a casting call reading. Not that I'm aware of. Yeah, I think you're in there. At least Pinkman told me. Crack oh, boy. Yes. There he is. Fritz would have told me. And Five Minute Professor will round out the program. Fritz we are glad you're with us. Today is an important day in our country's history. And and I, I don't know why I got this whisper, uh, but if you listen hard enough and you smell it, you know, just go out there and, and listen and, and, and soak it in because today is the day um, that we're going to see a sea change, I believe. On gun control. Uh, the young people from Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School down in Parkland all went bef- up to Tallahassee and were uh, surprised, maybe they shouldn't have been naive perhaps, that uh, there was a motion on the floor of the Florida House of Representatives that would have just literally brought the topic to the floor. It was supposed to ban assault weapons somewhere down the line. That was the the uh, the aim uh, of the bill that was out there. But to not even talk about it, According to uh, party lines, they voted two to one, 
72 to 36, I think, to say, no, we're not even going to talk about this. My personal representative, um, Scott Playcon, he said, nope, we're not even talking about this. And we looked at all of the four of us. Jack is here, Pinkman, Fritz. We all put our addresses in the Florida House of Representatives uh, website to see who our person was. And I'm like, oh, my guy, he definitely. Oh, no, he didn't. My guy voted against it, not even to talk about it. Marco Rubio, uh, to his credit, will be uh, participating in tonight's uh, town hall meeting. I think that's a CNN production. Marco Rubio, though, has said it after Pulse, and he said it after this, and he gave lip service after that. But Marco Rubio has 3.3 million reasons why he will not vote. And every one of those reasons equates to a dollar that he's gotten from the NRA. He is one of the top six recipients of money from the NRA. And this is the mother's milk, right, of of politics, is who's going to fund your campaign? Who's going to fund the signs? Who's going to fund your staff? Who's going to fund the offices? And who's going to fund all the flyers and all of that nonsense? Okay, Marco Rubio takes a boatload of money from the National Rifle Association. So guess what side his bread is buttered on? No surprise there, but to his credit, he will sit there and he will listen and he will participate in tonight's town hall meeting. President Trump is sitting there uh, today listening to both students and parents and administrators and people from Fort Lauderdale or Parkland uh, who are talking to him. He alternates between uh, crossing his arms and, you know, he looks a little defensive when some people are at the microphone speaking. They're all sitting in a big circle. Like in kindergarten, they're all sitting in chairs around in a big circle, like they're playing Duck, Duck, Goose or something. Um, And uh, Mike Pence is sitting there also, you know, looking lovingly at Trump. That's what his job is. Uh, I just saying. Uh, Anyway, we would like to take your phone calls on where you weigh in on this, whether it's beefing up the background checks, the age limit of purchasing semi-automatic guns, perhaps eliminating the bump stock, which ramps up a gun from semi-automatic to automatic, uh, waiting period, certainly, uh, mental health, all of these topics we've been talking about all afternoon, and we would like to play retro radio today on Real Radio. Go back to the days where we opened up the phones. I know there are so many ways to listen. You can listen on your computer. You can text us. You can do all of that. Absolutely, yes. But here's the phone number, 407-916-1041. Or 888-978-1041. And Rick, you've been on the phone a long time. Thank you for holding. Welcome to the file. Hey, thanks. Uh, Excellent topic today. Um, Bear with me. Um, I have a few AR-15s. I love my guns. But I'm not one of those from my cold, dead hands kind of guy. Now, we can. if you want to talk about banning stuff, I think we should have all the facts and all the stats. I never once said ban anything, just so you know. I never once right. said when ban anything. Assault. Okay, let me, don't pop me down. Let me speak. You, know, you want to say ban assault-type weapons, weapon. an AR-15 is not an assault rifle. An assault rifle is a select-fire weapon that can go from semi-automatic to fully automatic. An AR-15 is strictly semi-automatic. Can I ask why you have one, if not more, of this version of a gun? Why do you have two hair dryers? I don't. Why? I'm not asking you to turn it on me. I'm asking you why you have the need because, for because, this gun, because, if not more than one of them. Ma'am, I have personal liberty, and I can buy what I want when I want. Okay, that's not that really... The only defense I hear is because I want it, basically. Okay, so it's like you're five, okay, and you I, say, I enjoy... because I want to. Okay, I understand. Well, I, no, I, I, I understand that, too. Why, why do you need it? Why do you need it? Why but, do you, you know, why did you buy it? What was the impetus to have you purchase such I'm, a weapon? I'm prior military. I'm prior military. Oh, yeah. I served in Iraq. 
okay? Mm-hmm. I'm familiar with the weapon. I enjoy shooting it. I, 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 I enjoy shooting it. In but, a military setting, I imagine it's very useful. Oh, very, very. Any weapon, any gun is useful in a military setting. Yes, I wonder why such a weapon, which is typically and historically has been reserved for our military, I wonder why you find it necessary for home use. I don't use it in my house. I have a pistol for that reason. I see. An AR-15 is not the, the ideal home defense weapon, honestly, and very, very few people use it in a home defense manner. Mm-hmm. That's mostly pistols and shotguns. Then what is its use? Then what do you have it for? You're not going to defend your household, but you just it's have it for what? So the only reason for is, is for it's recreational support. use. It's for fun. Yes, exactly. I exactly. See. I went to the range last weekend. I shot about 200 rounds. I packed my stuff up and I came home. I put my guns in the safe. I kissed my wife. I kissed my daughter. How's your day? It, uh, you know. I hope that you don't have to, you know, I, I hope that this is always the way your life is, sir. I hope that you're always able, you know, when people come into your home, you know, I, I hope that this is the case. You know, I hope that this is how it works out. But I hope you also understand uh, the deep grief that they're experiencing and when we have mass shootings when we have have mass shootings and they want to use a huge magazine and they want to kill the most amount of people in the fastest way what are they going to use they're going to use a semi-automatic they're going to bump it up perhaps to an automatic and this is for the maximum death fatalities aplenty when you have a gun like this that is a military style weapon the reason for it is to kill people in masses mass quantities right right hey mo hey what in 2016, knives killed 1,600 people. Do you know how many how many people were killed by rifles in 2016? No, but I'm sure you're going to tell me. 300. 300. I'm not asking you to. I'm not asking to ban any. Uh, you know you what? Don't have all this is this is claptrap that is right out of the claptrap. Yeah, it totally is because I never said ban anything. First of all, I never said you know because somebody kills somebody with uh, you know. Uh, a hula hoop. We're not going to ban a hula hoop. You know, hula hoops are not going to kill a mass amount of people, nor are knives going to, you know, be like crazy person running around the school stabbing people to death. What's going to kill the most amount of people are semi-automatic and automatic weapons. And this kid had one, and the guy at Las Vegas had one, and the guy at Pulse had one, and three of the last five of the worst five shootings in our country have been done in the last five months, and the mass shootings are done with semi-automatic weapons. Also, firearms killed 3,077 people in uh, 2016. Yeah, we just had a couple police officers killed. You know, uh, one was in Maryland and one was in Alabama, I think. There are way too many gun violations, way too many gun deaths here. And and, and there's always this argument. It's like... It's like, well, go right for this, yeah. there's this like, oh, you're talking about assault rifles. What about Virginia Tech? He used the handgun in that situation. Okay. There is no one cure Answer. for this right. multifaceted issue. And there is a mental health component. There is an availability component. But there is also a component where you have weapons designed for warfare in urban environments. and Correct. And... It is not wrong to question, do they need to be? And for me, I need more than because I want it's it. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. right. That's it's it. my culture. Mm-mm. You know, I... I, I when the state it, of yeah. Connecticut tightened up its gun laws, their gun violence went down. When there are states that tightened up their background checks, the amount of deaths went down. I don't understand why we as a nation can't look at the problem and try to do something 
I, as a citizen, these students are demanding change. As a citizen of the United States, we should all, 97% of us, want better background checks, want to look at the age limit or mental health, as Jack was mentioning. There are really concrete things we can do about it, but we must demand that our legislators and our lawmakers do some have some action instead of just granting lip service and taking money from the NRA. This is the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. My name is Moira. Jack, Pinky, Fritz, we're all here. Later this hour, Scott Maxwell. We will talk to the shot doctor, five-minute professor. But we're going to have a speed round of phone calls, as promised. Uh, We gave out the numbers, and we have some people who have been extraordinarily patient and waiting to talk about today. Today, gun control in the White House, in the street, at the state capitals across this country. As young people rear up and say, no more. We need action. No more lip service. Tracy, it's your turn. Go ahead, please. Hey, Moira. Thank you for taking my call. I just um, wanted to say that, um, first of all, those young people that are making their voices heard are amazing. They should be commended. They absolutely are. are. are they? They're articulate, they are, they are mm-hmm. passionate, and they have, you know, they are the, the ones who are going to move this needle. I can feel it. You're right. I agree with you because they're going to be leading our country and doing a good job. Mm-hmm. I just want to say, and everybody's said a lot of crazy things, you know, first of all, you know, I, I mean, we all know you can't fix stupid or crazy. <laughs> We've got the White House full of it, but I think if we just shut everything down until they can figure out how to regulate this. Don't take anything away. I mean, it's going to kill them because you're not making the rifles and the guns and the the assault weapons and all of that stuff that are sophisticated. They're not just little guns that you shoot for target practice or kill a rat. Right. They're a sophisticated piece of equipment that is deadly. I don't want to hear about the numbers. One's too many. And, And when people like that guy before me start with the Guns versus not stop. Yeah, I know. I know. When he starts talking about, well, knives kill people, are you going to take away knives? Nobody ever said that. And, Tracy, I really appreciate your phone call. Keith, go ahead. It's your turn on the file. Hey, file. Long time, long time. Long time, Um, long time. Yeah, we can't stop what's happening. We can only slow it down. Um, You know. Well, that's a very negative approach, isn't it? Really? We can't. No, no, it's positive. No, it's, it's that that's reality. You're not going to stop these things from happening. Okay. You, you, you can only prevent in between them. We're, we're having it too many, you know, for too long. But those kids are doing great things. I now, agree. now you're talking. Now you're talking about mental backgrounds. Pe- people aren't always mental. They can turn mental. That's true. So yep. So so did now now I'm not too familiar with the shooting that just happened down south or wherever it was. Yes. In Florida, mm-hmm. but what, was was that something he had purchased? Yes, yes, he purchased it legally too. He's About 19, a year ago. He's 19 oh, really? years old. He purchased it when he was 18, and you can get an automatic or semi-automatic weapon at 18 in the state of Florida. Maybe that would yeah, be a place is, to start. There is no reason for a civilian to have any type of weapon like that. Handguns, fine. Rifles for hunting, fine. That kind of weapon, it's just not called for. If okay, you let me one, ask you a question. It. Let me ask you, Keith. Let me ask you this question. We had a guy before who has several of them. He was also former military. Right. He said, I have so them I. because I can, because they are fun, because I'm, you know, I'm a petulant eight-year-old and I want it, you know, so I'm going to have right. it. Now, what do you say right. as a guy who says, I was in the military, there's no reason for you to have such a thing? 
it's, it's, it's a killing it's a killing machine. That's Thanks, all it man. is. Yeah. Whenever you, whenever you're in the military and you're holding that weapon, you only want to do one thing with it. Right. Kill the enemy. Right. Right. I appreciate and, your phone call. Uh, I, I you know I hate to do this, but we're trying to do a speed round here. Get everybody on the air. Scott, go ahead, please. Welcome to the Phillips hello. file. Good afternoon. I'll try to make it quick. All right. Um, I I'm a gun owner. I'm a concealed weapons holder. Yes, sir. I do not carry. I agree with expanded background checks, but like the last caller said, somebody can turn mental. Sure. And until the mental, until the mental health system is fixed in this country, which it is so broken, my wife is a mental health nurse, and it is a revolving door, and it is a joke. Yes. With I, that said, okay. Uh, if this young man, animal, uh, mm. did not legally purchase that, if he never purchased that AR-15, yep, he still would have done this. And I'm a, he had three other rifles, one of which was an AK-47 that was a, that was purchased illegally, mm-hmm. which is a more powerful semi-automatic rifle. Right. What I what don't want to say is that, you know, when you say, well, until we fix this, we shouldn't do anything about that. No, no, I, no. I didn't say that. Okay, good. I didn't say, I, I okay, did not good. say that. Good. But you also have to fix the mental health system. Until that is fixed, a mental health evaluation it's going to be useless. I agree with that. Or it's going to label people that are not mentally ill, mentally ill. It's no, going to hurt you know, people and help people. I, you but. know, I describe it as sort of a multi-layer cake. You know, you have to fix a lot of things. There are lots of tentacles like an octopus, lots of things yeah. that are going to be able to help this problem. But just because we nip it in the bud over here doesn't mean it doesn't spring a leak over there. But we've got to do our best here rather than just like this, burying 17 kids down in Fort Lauderdale. Adam, go ahead, please. Hi, um, Hi, Adam. Can you turn your radio down, baby? It's too loud. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was just listening to myself. That's okay. <laughs> um, I think that, you know, taking guns away isn't going to do too much because, you know, people are still going to be able to find a way to grab these guns and use them still. Mm-hmm. And another thing is, it's not the gun that's killing mm. these people. It's the people killing the people. Yeah, that's a great bumper sticker, Adam. I think you ought to investigate that. Uh, yeah, I, I think that that's, you know, that is often where it goes. You know, guns don't kill people. People kill people. I've heard that my entire life. Uh, but we do have, it's, it's time to stop. You know, when people say it's too early to talk about that. No, it's not. It's never too early to talk about it. While it's still fresh, while the grief is still raw, while people are still turning over the earth and putting their children in it is when we should be talking about it. When those kids go to bed and close their eyes and they hear it and they they weep, you know, in their room and they're afraid to go to public school, they're afraid to go to school. Uh, and, and what do we say to our children who haven't had a shooting at the school? But they say, Mom, if there's a shooting at, you know, at that high school, what, what makes me think that my high school is any safer? There's no there's no making anything that much safer, sweetheart. I don't know what the answer is. But I think it's now time to stop squashing this down, to stop taking money from special interest groups and to get you know, to start moving that behemoth, start moving the wheel. I know it's a big boulder, but we have to start and we have to start sometime. And I think that sometime is now based on the passion of those kids, based on the parents, based on the people coming to the microphones in Washington and Tallahassee, across the state of Florida and across this nation as they walk, do school walkouts and stuff. Um, when Marjorie Stoneman Douglas School opens next week, it, that's not going to be an easy thing at all. And they're actually opening incrementally the building where all the shootings were may not open at all. 
they may raise that and then put a memorial there and open up some portables or something for those kids. But you're, you can't tell me that it's not the time to talk about it. It's not too soon. It is, it is the time now, while it is still there, fresh in your head. The horror is now the time to move this wheel. Move the needle now while it's fresh in your head. Uh, and if you have one of these Republican Florida lawmakers who in, won't even talk about it on the floor of the state house, shame on you. Shame on you, Jason Brodeur and Bob Cortez and Scott Playcon and whatever Miller's name is. I think it's Mike. Mike Miller. Uh, there are uh, all the Republicans, two to one, said, no, you know what? We don't even want to talk about this. We don't even want to bring this for a conversation. That's that's shameful. And those are the people you're putting in, in, in Tallahassee. That's no good. Those guys all need to be out. Uh, When we come back, we'll talk to Scott Maxwell. Uh, We have lots of things coming up, and I do appreciate all of your phone calls. I am so, you know, emboldened and and invigorated by the passion that I hear from you, the audience, from from the kids, the teachers, the parents, and the administrators, and all of that. I'd like to hear it from the politicians, but all that is yet to come. You are listening to The Phillips File. This is Real Radio 104.1. Oh, that music means it's time for the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, sir. (laughs) A woman was kicked off an Emirates flight because she complained to her boyfriend about her period cramps. She may have had cramps, but on an Emirates flight, you never have to worry about cramped legroom. Please hire Big Daddy. Next, an 11-year-old Pennsylvania boy received a summons for jury duty. He says he was actually excited to go. I suspect his 12th birthday will be themed 12 angry years. Finally, After complaints from residents of Maine, the lobster EMOG will now have 10 legs instead of 8. Arrow we feel this lobster is not representative of lobster and as a whole. Please fix. Sign here. Headlines were brought to you by wearenotthebanks.com. And transmission. You want a loan? You go to the bank, they say sign here. No, but there's a better way to get a loan. It used to be the banks. That was the way you did it. That's the way your parents did it. But now you can go to wearenotthebanks.com because they're better than the banks. Brad Siebert and his team, they're a direct lender, and their mortgages made easy. I use them to do a refi on my home. Absolutely great. They can close in 30 days in most cases, but you want to purchase a new home, go to wearenotthebanks.com. Regardless of your credit history, they have a plan to work with you. If you're self-employed, they have a special loan program for people who are self-employed. They even specialize in VA loans for the military. Go to their website for all your mortgage needs. See what Brad and his team can do for you. The website, wearenotthebanks.com. Coming up next on this Wednesday edition of The Phillips File, a conversation with Scott Maxwell. From You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio 104.1. Look at that booty, show me the booty, give me the booty, I want the booty, back up the booty, I need the booty. I like the booty, oh what a booty, shaking that booty, I saw the booty, I want the booty, Lord what a booty, bring on the booty, give up the booty, loving the booty, round booty, down for the booty, I want the booty, hunting the booty, chasing the booty, casing the booty, getting the booty, beautiful booty, smoking booty, talk to the booty, more booty, fine booty. I know this is Scott Maxwell's favorite song. It's his theme song. I know it. And it makes him laugh every single time. And I, the first time I think he did it, you know, he heard this song. I thought he was going to fall out of the seat. 
Uh, we welcome Scott Maxwell to the program, uh, if he can contain himself. Hello, Scott. I love that song. I know you, you have do. just made, you know, it's been a Major. dark week in America. That's, that's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And the booty song yeah. just brings a little light to everybody. That's it certainly right. does to me. So <laughs> I thank knew, you. I knew that. Yep, absolutely. It has. We've been talking about it today. Uh, Jim has a personal day, but, it, you know, yeah. I couldn't help but, you know, watch those kids. They were compelling as they were standing in Tallahassee or at different Mm, rallies, I would say, you know, where they spoke with passion and uh, articulate comments as they went through uh, their experiences and what they saw and what they felt and what they smelled and stepped over the bloody carcasses of their of their classmates. I mean, it was tragedy, but their description of it to me today seemed like there was something. It was almost magical in, in that I could feel the change. And, you know, today it seemed like that was it. I don't know if you were able to, you know, pick up on any of that, but it seemed like today was the day. The fact that it continued today is somewhat significant because yesterday, as you may know and probably talked about, there was a motion to try to have a discussion in uh, the Florida legislature about assault rifles particularly. And and I say assault rifles, I'm talking about high magazine rifles. That's high capacity is what we should talk about. And you may have seen the kids had marched all up there. They said, we want to talk about this. Can we talk about it? And there was a vote just to have a discussion. That's right. Not not to ban them, Correct. just to have a discussion. Right. And the legislature on a party line vote overwhelmingly shut it down. Two to and one. I, yep. Yeah. To, it was Republicans with a handful of exceptions and versus Democrats. And I have to tell you, that's part of a playbook. And, and the notion in my and at least as I look at this scenario, is you see a massive amount of uh, energy coming towards you. And these, this is the first time, you know, teenagers have participated in, in some sort of participatory democracy. And the notion here is to quash their spirits. I'm not trying to be overly dramatic. That's what the notion is. It's to say, not only are we not going to give you what you want, we are not even going to discuss We're not what even going to talk about it. That's correct. And, and, and so, uh, and the notion, they're supposed to, you know, make them crestfallen. That's that's why they, I guarantee you, it's like we have to nip this in the bud. And the fact that they continued, and that by uh, some estimates of people I know who have worked in Tallahassee for a long time, this was one of the biggest crowds uh, that they'd ever seen in Tallahassee, maybe with the exception of some inaugurations, uh, I think that, that that does say something, and it's going to be hard. Uh, you know, you've heard the expression "the least you can do, the least you can do." That's that's going to be the goal, I guarantee you, of the legislature. What is the least we can do? And right now, they're looking at this tiny little window of banning assault weapons for eighteen to twenty-one year olds. That's right. I, I think that you know you have to be at least twenty-one to get a beer, but you can get a semi-automatic weapon at eighteen. Yeah, and, so. you know, this kid, you know, we, we actually read our local, we found our local, you know, Florida House of Representatives uh, guy, you know, and, and I looked and mine is PlayCon. Of course, he voted no. Oh, yeah. and, and so did Jason Brodeur and so did Bob Cortez and so did Mike Miller. And we went through somebody called from Merritt Island. Their guy is good. So he voted no. We went through everybody who called. What's your guy? And I looked and every single Central Florida guy, it seems like here. That we, at least from the calls that we had and from like the file, Jack and Pinkman and Fritz and me, everybody had uh, a no vote. 
yesterday. Well, uh, it's all the Republicans. Uh, there were That's Democrats. Correct. I mean, Linda Stewart is the she's a Democrat. And she's the one who sponsored it. She, this this was her bill. She she hadn't been able to get it heard uh, from now. And I, I got to tell you, the, the things that we're talking about, uh, we've talked about this before. There there are some legitimate debates on on gun issues, and I'm, I, I think Jim and I are kind of like minded on this stuff. I, I'm not a nutty gun opponent. I grew up with guns. There are built there are concepts like open carry, which a lot of anti gun people don't like. They don't really bother me. I, I, I know a lot of people don't like it. doesn't really bother me. But there are two things that virtually everybody in the United States agreed upon, agree upon, and that is that there should be universal background checks. Correct. That means that that you cannot, if you are been con- you know, deemed mentally ill by the state, Baker acted or something, or convicted of a crime like a violent crime, you should not have access to firearms. This is not a radical concept. This is something that 92% of Americans, 90% of Republicans, 90% of NRA members yeah. agree on. I saw a survey uh, this morning. There was, I think it was Quinnipiac or one of them, 97 the to 3. You know, that they said overall, everybody wants to beef up the background checks. And, because who and, doesn't? Because what's the answer? You, I, the way I say it to, to, to somebody is I say, please finish this sentence for me. I would like a convicted felon to be able to get his hands on an AR 15 without a background check because. What, there's there's no the answer. Hell, what yeah. the hell comes at the end of that sentence to make any sense? There's no and I answer. I pose that to Bob Cortez and Scott Placon and Renee Placencia. So that's why they want to shut it down because they don't even want to go on the record with this stuff because they know they are on the wrong side of public safety and on the wrong side of public sentiment. And the other part is the high capacity weapons. You talk to any hunter uh, who's out there, they're going to tell you we don't go out with a 30, uh, 30 round clip uh-huh. uh, to, to go dove quail hunting. I mean, that's just. The, right. Those weapons uh, or, or those magazines are only designed for one thing, human slaughter. And for somebody who thinks they should be legalized, I would ask one of the questions that I mentioned in my column on Sunday. This country banned machine guns, fully automatic machine guns, damn near a century ago, 1934. We don't have a whole lot of machine gun killings, yes, slaughters, right. yes. like gangland-style things. That's what happens when you do them. Nobody's talking about taking away your rifles, but th- that's another thing. It's not quite the same, but it's like about 80% of Americans agree on this stuff, and uh, that's what makes them nervous. When they see that many people marching up and arguing something that they know the majority of Americans agree with, that makes them nervous because they're going to have to answer for it. I think that when the children start saying, and they are children many times, the survivors are there, the parents are there, they have just buried their children, right? And they get up there in this with this compelling, passionate, articulate way of saying, we will not be silenced, and we demand action this time after Columbine, after... Uh, Sandy Hook after Las Vegas, certainly after Pulse around here, you know, and now after Parkland, um, you know, we demand action this time instead of just sweep it under the rug and, and pat us on the head and make us go away. These kids aren't going away. No, and they don't want thoughts and prayers. And uh, oh, that's another I, one, one of the yeah. things that mm-hmm. I've said, you know, I, I've been a church going person my whole life. And if I heard somebody uh, pray for the hungry every Sunday and never lift a damn finger to actually feed anyone, I wouldn't put much stock in their prayers. And we've had people in this politicians in this state talk about thoughts and prayers involving gun violence and mental health, which is the other part of this equ- uh, equation. Yes, and is. they haven't done squat. That's the thing that, that's really kind of mind boggling uh, in, in Florida is that in some places they'll say, well, it's not really about guns. It's about mental health. I, it's about both. It's about, I say that my liberal friends, my conservatives, it's, it's about both. But these people in Tallahassee, they don't even fund the mental health. 
When, when nuts gunned down two officers in Kissimmee, thoughts and prayers. Yeah, well, there was a mental health issue, and you didn't do anything to fund it. We've been 48th, 49th, or 50 in mental health funding. And by the way, most uh, people who suffer from mental health are more likely to be victims than they are perpetrators of a crime. But there's a lot of this stuff going on, and they haven't done anything. Correct. I, I think, I, you know, I said to the guys here earlier, is that I just, just listen, and I can hear it. It's a far-off rumble Maybe some of these kids are not voters yet, but I hear it's almost the sound of a stampede to me. And I, I do feel for the first time in a really long time, uh, just a, a whisper of optimism. And I can smell it and I can feel it. And I just can. And, and I, it's palpable to me that the sea change that I think is just about to bubble through. And I, I, you know, I am I'm really one of the cynical news, most cynical newsy persons out there. But this time I feel that there's a bit of a difference and I can't even you know, I can't put my finger on. Maybe I can't be as articulate as a 15 year old, but I'm telling you that there seems like there's something that has changed. I am I am not sure. Uh, there's something different just because of the number of bodies. But I, I call me too cynical. I'm mm. not betting money on this uh, uh, yet. But when people start paying attention, they're going to see the holes in these folks' logic. For instance, you have a growing number of people in the legislature talking about they want to end gun-free zones. The solution is more guns. Ugh, um, no. Any one of these people... Any one of these people, and the president just said the same thing, who tells you, if you're ever in a room with them, you go up to them and say, hey, Bob, you go first. Yeah. You go first. <laughs> yeah. Because the Florida legislators have laws that make their own workplaces a gun-free zone. Of course. You will get arrested if you take a gun to where they work, but they will tell you, we need more guns around kids. Yeah. They're cowards, and they're hypocrites. And when people start paying attention, I mean, that's what I didn't try. If I was those, some of those thousands of kids yeah. on the steps, I'd be chanting, you go first. You, you go, go first. first. Yeah. I, you know what I noticed? What you listed, was it today? It, yeah, I think it was today. You listed all of the cockamamie um, rewrites that they're planning on doing constitutional changes and all of that. Uh, yeah. And one of them, you know. We just decided to reduce class size, and now they want to say, you know what, shove more kids in there. Oh, sure. Yeah, no, there, there right? is. A, you're, we're all going to, we'll probably be talking about these later in the fall, but there are uh, about 100 proposals to rewrite the Constitution, and oh, one yeah, that yeah. sort of chafes my rear is the one that they are talking about that you just mentioned. This state voted in 2002. Parents were sick of kids being stuck like sardines right. and, and, and portables and all, yes. over the, and all over the state of Florida. Really, they were just sick of uh, uh, the state not spending enough money on public uh, education. We're near the bottom of the barrel there, too. And so we voted to have these cats. And, and by the way, they've already loosened them and played all sorts of games. They've exempted this math class and that math class, and that doesn't really have. But there's still a general cap that you can't exceed. Yeah. And so there is a proposal by Jeb, the leader of Jeb Bush's think tank, uh, that wants to uh, ease it up so that so they say you don't have to uh, abide by the class caps, and then we'll give the money to teachers. No. That's, what, that's so never going to happen. It, it's billed as a teacher, and I say, oh, how, how much are they going to get? Well, that, that part's not all worked out yet. Yep. Yeah, they they have. You said a hundred. Now they'll they'll actually hammer it all out, and then it'll be on the ballot. They can't yep. have all that stuff on the ballot. They well, actually, Mo. Uh, the last time we did this in '98, would that be twenty years ago? Yes, it would be. It actually went like five pages. I uh, yeah, it's not good for uh, it's not good for democracy. A lot of people turn tune them out, but they'll probably have five, six, seven, something like that. And there could be some decent ones, right? Uh, that that come out there, but but I, I don't know. There, there's some cockamamie one. There's also the <laughs> one that they're trying to do. Uh, 
John Stimberger, who I know you. Uh, oh my Jim's God, a, my least yeah, right? favorite guy ever. Yeah, and, and 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 he's an anti-abortion activist. But the only way he has figured out uh, that they can push more uh, pro- uh, more abortion restrictions without running afoul of the Constitution uh-huh. is to get citizens of the state to grant the right for government more governmental intrusion in their private lives. Stop it. I don't, I don't know who's doing that. You know, you, right now you have a grant, uh, your right to be free of governmental intrusion, and they're talking about asking you to give up that right oh boy. so that they can go for abortion. Thing. And I'm sure Corcoran is all on that, up in it. Yeah, uh, That yeah. one's actually slowed down. That one hasn't gotten anywhere uh, so fast, but I don't put anything uh, past them un- until the end. The good thing, I think, is that they're going to cut out um, Greyhound racing, because I think that's horrible. I don't. Uh, I will be curious to see if that passes. I think if it gets on the ballot, it will pass. But remember, it's got to pass by sixty percent, and that's that's a big margin for anything to become law. Do you think anything will happen on guns in the state of Florida? I do. I what I say. I think they are going to try to find this tiny little thing. So we 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 you should have universal background checks, and we should have not have uh, high capacity magazines and age instead, limits. Maybe age limits instead of eighteen twenty one. Yeah, perhaps I th- instead, I think they're going to basically put background checks and age limits just on that tiny category of eighteen to twenty one, which will really have a minimal, if any, effect. And they're going to hope they can spike the football and move on. Mm. So, all right, what's coming we'll up in the column this week? You know what I did yesterday or for Sunday for my Sunday column? Oh, after all this bad news, I needed a little time with Mr. Rogers. Oh, yeah. And have you seen that this is his 50th anniversary? Yes. And Rollins has a bunch of things like his sweater and his old high school yearbook scattered out, uh, sort of like a, uh, what do you call it, a scavenger hunt around uh, the Rollins campus. And I uh, took that walking tour and tried to take a little time from some of the lessons that Mr. Rogers taught us and thought we could try to apply them to our problems today. Lovely. All right. When is yes. that? Sunday, you said? That's Sunday. Feel good column. Yes, oh, sir. good. All right, Scott. Thank you. Right. Scott Maxwell writes. Thanks. Uh, the Taking Names column from the Orlando Sentinel. And he appears with us every Wednesday. And hold on to your hats because the shot doctor is in the house. Oh, crap. We have What? No, not oh, crap. He, we have <laughs> given uh, him a script. And he and Pinkman and even Jack Bradshaw what? will be doing a little bit of casting call as uh, the Phillips file continues. Jim has a personal day off. My name is Moira. Jack, Pinky, and Fritz are here. And Shot Doctor is in the house. That is coming up in just a minute. Uh, oh, you're listening to the Phillips file on Real Radio 104.1. Someday, Alexa will do everything. Alexa, convince my mom I don't need to be set up on dates. But until then... I'm afraid I can't do that. Just tell her to play WTKS FM Orlando. Getting WTKS Orlando Radio from iHeartRadio. Scott Maxwell, last uh, earlier this hour. I guess it would be last hour, wouldn't it? It's now 6.01. My name is Moira. Jim is taking a personal day. Jack Pinkman Fritz and the shot doctor is here. Moira, good evening. It is good to see you again. (laughs) And you, shot. I uh, 
You know, I don't often see people I work with out in life, you know, out in the store, at the gas station. At in the, the wild. In the wild, correct. But sure enough, in the wild of Publix, guess who I saw on Sunday morning? Johnny Depp. No, I saw the shot doctor. Oh, Johnny Depp much better. Sure. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, what, all right, what's listen, the difference? Really? I was willing to take it. We shot. had a meeting at the in the express lane. At the checkout line, yeah. And so I'm walking to the checkout line with my husband. We had a small basket of items. And who who do I hear saying, hello, Moira, it is good to see you again. And there's the shot doctor right there in the public checkout. What better on a Sunday morning <laughs> at 1015 can yeah. you have than the shot doctor showing up at Publix and in, in, in the... Uh, the Lake Mary Center. Yeah, there, there yeah. I was. Uh-huh. And and then we said, you know what? We have been up for a while, and we'd like to go get a cup of coffee, a bagel maybe. So why don't you come with us, you know, come with us, shot, get a bagel. And what did you say? Can't do it. Can't. <laughs> he had his public sub. He had his, you know, his food for the day, salad, whatever else was in the basket. Yeah, but at 11 o'clock, I made up my mind. Uh-huh. I was going to go have a chicken burrito. Yeah. With beans and rice. You still could have had a chicken burrito later. Right, wait, 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 wait. You don't understand. What were you getting at the Publix? He had a sub. I had a Publix sub and there were a couple of odds and ends for later on in the wait, day. Uh, you had a Publix sub, so you were buying a sub, ready-to-eat sub, and leaving there to go to a restaurant. Here's what I did. Pick up a burrito. Here's what I did, Jack. I bought my stuff in Publix, my food for the day. Yeah. And then I went home, dropped it off at home, double-checked to make sure it was 11 o'clock, went to this restaurant... That I've been thinking about all morning long. Got my chicken burrito. You ate it there or you took it home? Ate it there. Mm -hmm. Chicken burrito, beans and rice. Came home, took a nap, woke up, had half the public sub, and the other half the public sub later on that day. Perfect day. See, he had everything in place, Jack. This is what I'm telling you. And I tried to explain to my husband that Shot is a a creature of routine. Oh, boy. Right? Mm -hmm. He has to eat things when he wants to eat them. He's got to have stuff ready on standby. And that reminds me, Moira oh, and no. Jack. Here we go. You know what, Jack? I would not mind having some more of that fantastic, greatest banana bread I've ever had in almost 64 years on this earth. It oh, is the oh greatest. Is the person that makes the banana bread listening right now? Probably. Uh, she might be. Young lady, good evening. It is good to see you Wait, again. Can you do shot. me a favor? I'll tell you something. Let me tell you something. Friday is National Banana Bread Day. Oh is that my true? god! This sounds like a is that thi- true? This sounds like a match. I don't know. According yes, to Moira, it is twenty third. Well, all I'd like Banana to say is day. the person that made. I'm not going to say her name on the air. No, no, no. Certainly the per- not. The person that made Naomi Bradshaw.com. That's the yes, one. <laughs> her. Naomi, if you're listening, good evening. It is good to see you again. Uh huh. Hey, that's I, my wife. Can I please order some banana bread Thursday and Friday? No. Also the same. Order it. It's not a restaurant. So Friday's banana nut bread day. Oh, no, huh? it's just banana we, bread day. Banana bread day. Yeah. We have a uh, a video hanging with the shot doctor. It's a web series that Shot and I produce and put on the website. Yes, realradio.fm. Right. And yeah, the last episode, I believe it's episode six, is entitled uh, "Banana Bread." Shot. We have some banana bread, Jack. Thursday and Friday. I, I can't. And I can't Friday, make that don't pro- be greedy. I'm not the one making it. I would like to order some also, Nobody's please. Nobody's ordering oh. anything. Stop ordering. It's really good. You don't know. Oh. All I can do is pass along your request to my lovely bride. Uh-huh. All I can say that is the greatest banana bread I've ever had. Oh. I'll let her know. Oh, that's that. lovely. Thank you. Uh-huh. No, thank you. I'll, I'll, oh, wait. I'll, did I'll, Pinkman, did you ever have any? Yeah, I had some. Oh, I forgot. That was half a shot's piece. Oh, no. Don't wait a minute. Shot. Hold on a second. <laughs> hey, I, I, knew didn't, I didn't know about this. I knew this wait wasn't going to go over I don't like well. You're giving away my banana bread? I have to share. What's yours? Nobody shares. I'm hungry. 
Aren't you glad to have somebody that also understands how good it was, though? Yes and no. I'm glad you understand, but you're taking food away from me. I'm sorry. I didn't know it was All right. yours. See, and here I invited him for a sandwich, for a bagel or whatever, and he said no to me. So he it's had like, a burrito waiting Like, what for is him. that? No, he didn't. He had to go home. He had to wait till the time was right. He had to make till the, the stars were all in alignment and then go over to have a burrito. This is how I live my great, uh, tremendous life. That's how it's done. Just saying. He's a man with a schedule. He has a That's plan. Correct. All right, we are and going. A plan. Uh, yeah, every Wednesday we play a, a, a different movie. We uh, have a script uh, written out. Pinkman takes care of all that and uh, writes out a script. Today it's starring Pinkman, Shot Doctor, a little bit of Jack Bradshaw. What? Squeezed in there. What? And uh, yeah. And then we will open up the phone. You say what movie it is, and you win absolutely nothing. You win the, uh, the bragging rights Deal. that you are able to identify. The movie that Shot Doctor and Pinkman and a little bit of Jack Bradshaw are starring in. Uh, Shot, have you watched uh, this movie on the video clip? Yes, I have. Have you ever seen this movie for real? Until today, no. no. Same. No way. You haven't either? No. Oh, my God. All right. Jack, you've seen it, right? I have. Uh, okay. In the theater. Uh, let's see. We want to get everybody. I don't know if that's true. I don't either. <laughs> uh, we want everybody quiet on the set. Is there somebody who can actually clap? You. Yeah. When it, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'll clap. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all you right, fine, clap. I'll clap. That's what you do. It's your thing. I know, I like clapping, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, quiet on the set. Uh, everybody in their places. Lights are ready, sound is ready, and action. This is the most pathetic group of trainees I have ever laid my eyes on. Ladies, my companies are the best trained, the best disciplined soldiers on this base. Excuse me. I hate to interrupt you. But can I speak to you for a sec? My lord. Sergeant, would you look at this? I've seen it, ma'am. What's your name, princess? Judy. I think they sent me to the wrong place. You see, I did join the army, but I joined a different army. I joined the one with the condos and the private rooms. No, really. My recruiter, Jim Ballard, he told me that. I don't care. I don't care what your lousy recruiter told you. I'm telling you there is no other army. Wait a minute. Now, I don't want to have to go to your boss or anything, okay? I just, look, look. To be truthful with you, I can't sleep in a room with 20 strangers. Oh, dear. And, I mean, look at this place. The Army couldn't afford drapes. I'll, I'll, be, at the, I'll be up at the crack of dawn, and I, and I have to tell you, I am frankly a little shocked. You're shocked? Yes. Why? Uh, this place is a sty. It's a sty. Look at these stains. God knows where this has been. And have you seen the bathroom? Do you think that the latrine, do you think that it's unsanitary? It's disgusting. There are urinals in there. That's because this is the army. It's not a sorority house. May I see your toothbrush, please? Cut, 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 cut. My God, was that good. Oh, you had a little fumble. A little fumble at the top of the second perfect? page. But that could not have been any better. Yeah, I said wide-eyed. You were supposed to be wide-eyed and, wide and naive. I was naive, wide-eyed. Didn't know what I was walking into. Was detailed. Yeah, right. Oh, that's all. I was tremendous. Uh huh. All right. I want a Jimmy on the spot. Well, they're <laughs> guessing. Is it the movie Stripes? No. F Troop. Uh uh. Uh, Princess Bride. I'm sorry. Who framed Roger Raget? Rabbit. Ra Roger Raget. Robert Raget. Robert Major Payne. No, 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 no. Good one. Major then Dad. No. Joe and many others uh, guess Private Benjamin. That's the one with Goldie Hawn and Eileen Brennan. 
Yes. I am Goldie Hawn. <laughs> and Pinkman was Eileen Brennan. Uh-huh. Did you tell by my smoky voice? You're, you're rough. Yeah, I did. I and you... I was Louis Gossett Jr. That wasn't Louis Gossett no, Jr. No, that was Sammy Davis Jr. That wasn't oh. Sammy Davis Jr. either. <laughs> I didn't watch the clip. I don't oh, know who I was. Oh, my God. It was a sergeant. Mm. Unnamed. John F. Kennedy Yeah, Private Jr. Benjamin. The movie Private Benjamin. A funny movie for its day. I don't know what year it came out, but in the 1980 se- points. 80, you looked? Mm-hmm. Oh, 1980. I mean, no, I knew it. Oh, I got a feeling right now, Moira. Yeah. That six pounds of banana bread right now. Oh, my God. Is right now <laughs> in, the in, oven? The, in the bakery oven. Uh huh. Being cooked for tomorrow and Friday. I could just six pounds of you banana bread. Can, can you smell I, it? I can just feel it. Can you smell it? I, I can, can reach out and I can touch it. I can neither mm-hmm. confirm nor deny that, but I will tell you my lovely wife texted me and just said, I'm listening. I'm listening. Tell him thanks. For saying it's the best oh, banana bread. Oh, about me? But that's it. Well, mm-hmm. she didn't identify who him is. You don't have to make any for him if you make some for me, please. You can't say that on air, though. He's going to hear is, you. Jack, Jack, when you get home today and tonight and open up your front door, you're going to smell the aroma of delicious, fresh banana bread. Now, see, all, shot. All, if you all had, 10 pounds of it. It does had, smell had, great what you make. It does. Yeah, yeah. God. Anything. Nothing if you had, smells great better than 12 pounds of banana <laughs> bread. It's 12 pounds. And if yes. you had a if you had a woman waiting at home baking you, banana bread, you, you wouldn't have to ask Ooh, Jack for his work. woman to make you banana bread. Find a nice Jewish baker. <laughs> Are there such a thing? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, they make the Sean, bagels. You know, yeah. you could have had this banana bread every day when you came home from work. My thought process is this: is <laughs> okay. that the banana bread that Jack's been bringing me, which yes. is by far the Superior. best banana bread I've ever had. Uh huh. Yeah, we, we're just going to let it go like that because it's yeah. been so great. All right. It's, it's a lot easier than to have a woman to worry about at home. <laughs> Isn't that true? Well, here's the thing. Okay. This way. No trouble, no I, must, no I, fuss. I get the banana bread. Yeah. Without, you know, like. Um, no attachment. Yeah. You, you don't have to keep like a woman happy. You don't have to be home at a certain time. You I don't have like to... living by myself, but I, I, but I can't bake. I, I can't bake. I, can't I, I can do certain things. Have you ever tried? Um, yes, it doesn't work out. Oh. <laughs> you can There's, follow directions. Baking is following directions. Cooking is something different. Baking is following directions. I'm not good at following directions. I guess not. I thought you still have the paperwork in your oven. I thought, you know, like when you buy a new appliance, <laughs> they, have, they, more. they have the you know, they have the instruction manual in a plastic bag yeah. and it tells you all about the oven. Do you still have that in your oven? Probably. <laughs> Plastic's yeah. not melted. You haven't used it? No. Well, oh, could I have your broiler tray? Oh, oh my God. It's usually... Bro- <laughs> yeah. They usually, in the oven or whatever, they usually have a brand spanking new broiler tray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell's a broiler tray? Oh, you so- don't need to know. I'll trade you for eight, 12 pounds of... <laughs> see, this is, see, this see, is, how, you, this is how you get the job done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. What'd you talk about today on that sports channel? I see a lot of uh, Wait, baseball. Let me make sure if I got Go this right. It's... 96.9, the game, Orlando Sports Leader. FM. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I knew yeah, I yeah. forgot something. Damn it. Okay, sorry. What'd you talk about? FM 96.9, the game, Orlando Sports Leader. A lot yeah. of Major League Baseball talk because spring training games began today. Ooh. We got Tiger Woods back in action tomorrow at the Honda Classic down in Palm Beach Gardens. We talked about that. Is he the captain or something? Isn't he the captain? No, he's not the captain. Oh. And we talked also about... Who is uh, the captain? Shouldn't he be the captain? I'm the captain. Oh, captain, <laughs> Jack's captain. Jack's the captain. And we also talked oh. about the fact that Mark Cuban... Dallas Mavericks owner fined $600,000 today by the commissioner. Uh-oh, what'd he do? For talking out loud that his team should lose because losing 
is more beneficial to the Mavericks now than winning. How is it more beneficial? Because the more they lose, the better chance they have to get a better draft, draft pick, and, a, yeah. and it's called tanking. But he went on a podcast and talked about it and was public about it, and the commissioner mm-hmm. fined him for that, which I totally understand. So you don't throw the game because you get a better draft pick. It's you, you don't if you're gonna if you're gonna tank a game, uh, don't go on somebody's podcast and make it public. Was he joking about it? Yeah, or was that's he what exactly he, was not jo- he was not joking about it. He was on Dr. J's podcast called House Calls. I heard it, I've heard it before, mm-hmm. and he was not joking about it. But one of the dumbest things you can do is if you're gonna tank the season, yeah, don't go on somebody's podcast <laughs> and make it public. Just right, do what you got to do, but don't talk about it. Well, he's he's the owner, right? He's not the coach. He's not the player. I mean, just because he, the owner, says, "Gosh, if you know we lose a couple, we'll get a better draft." Let pick. me explain. That's not what he said. He oh. loves that. Team, he said. Though. He said at this point he in does. time, losing is more beneficial. Okay. So well, if you are, a- he's still not the coach, and he's still not a player. So just because he, Mister Big Yap, you know, says something on Mr. somebody's Big podcast Yap. that four people listen to, then you know, it doesn't mean they're going to lose. They're not going to throw the Mr. game. But here, but here's why. Here's why. The commissioner has come down. Let's suppose I live in Dallas. Okay. And I and uh, I've got a family, and I'm a, and I I want to go to a Mavericks game on Friday night, mm. and I'm going to spend a hundred dollars per ticket times four parking concessions and everything else. Yep. So I'm I'm going to spend all that money, and the owner is talking about the fact that they don't mind losing. That's a problem. Because you want to go and see your team win. I want to go see a team that it's now the, that now the owner is telling me they want to lose. But That's the coach. Why do you think that because Mark Cuban opens his big yap that that, ha- that filters down to the coach and the players? They the, have pride. Because, They're not going to throw it. Because he's game. the owner and he represents the team. So mm. the guy representing the team is telling everybody that they want that they want to lose. That's yeah. a problem. Mm-hmm. So the commissioner fined him six hundred grand, and that came down today. I like him at Mark about Cuban. three between three. Right, we came back from break four o'clock ish. No, came back at about three seventeen. Oh, early in three o'clock. Yeah. I see. It's time to rise above the butt jokes and hemorrhoid humor. Even if only for a few fleeting moments. And actually learn something. This is the 5-Minute Professor. It's Wednesday. Time for the 5-Minute Professor. We will hear a quick lecture and then we will answer some questions and hopefully get a an excellent grade as uh, we welcome the professor. Where is he? Oops, there's the screen. Oh, I know. There he is. Hi. I like how you uh, vocalize everything you're thinking. I know. It's like I knew I had Where is he? I don't know. Where's the screen? Here he is. Hello, Bill. Hi there. Hi. How are you on this fine day? I guess I'm supposed to say greetings and salutations. And to you, Mr. Moira. Mrs. Moira. Oh, you're a stinker. That is so. That's just wrong. All righty then. I'm rude. And what is our lecture about today, sir? You know, I was left to my own devices. Oh, that's and trouble. It frequently <laughs> happens. I bring something out of my own life. No, no. And uh, one of the things I've been doing since Christmas is driving Uber. Oh, yes. So I, uh, I decided there are some things I wanted to share that I think a lot of people don't know about Uber. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the first thing is that if you go to their website, they will describe themselves as a peer-to-peer ride-sharing company. And that is, there's a word for it. That's a lie. What? It is, it is, it is not a peer-to-peer ride-sharing company. It is not. It pretends to be because if you say we're a ride-sharing company, it means you're carpooling. That's right. And there is an element to it which is carpooling, but it's a cab company. It, it is a replacement cab company. You don't call an Uber because you're checking to see if the guy down the street is heading to the same bar you are at 10 o'clock on a Friday night. He's not wrong. No, that's true. 
It is also a food delivery, and this is what it really is. It's a transportation network company, and that really is true. It is a transportation network company. It is based in San Francisco, California. It operates right now in 633 cities worldwide, but none of them in the country which has the world's largest ride-sharing technology. What mm. country do you think that might be? Oh, ooh, ooh. Okay, go ahead. China. China is absolutely correct. Yeah! Points. The largest, the largest taxi-hailing app mm. is Didi Shijung. Oh, oh sure. Did. Nailed it. Yes, yeah, there it is. <laughs> um, Uber, of course, means uh, greatest or super or, or biggest. Over, yeah. Uh, kind thought, of colloquially mm-hmm. in German. Uh, and it is a pioneer in the uh, sharing economy. It dates back to a time when the original idea on Uber was that they were going to be for black cars. You know, the kind of luxury, like, almost super luxury limos that you can get in a lot of cities and that executives would use to transport themselves around. That so, was the idea. You mean they started originally. as town cars, like you wanted to rent a fancy uh, limousine. That's what you would call an Uber. That was the first plan for it? That was the first plan I see. because one of the founders one of the founders spent $800 for a black car ride and said, that's ridiculous. There's got to be a better way. Yeah, no kidding. And he teamed up with a guy who had uh, been a pioneer in peer-to-peer uh, file swapping, which is, what's the word for that? Illegal. Uh, illegal. Oh, boy. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. he, he, he paired up with a guy who made $19 million selling his company in uh, the peer-to-peer file swapping after they had a meeting in Paris where they went up to the top of the Eiffel Tower and this other guy, uh, Kalanick, yes. uh, just ignored the barriers and climbed over them to go to places where he wasn't supposed to go. And he said, that's the kind of guy I want to help me run this company. And that's really the corporate philosophy at Uber. It really is do it first, beg forgiveness later, or try and change the rules. Oh, and, they're trying to be so, like, trendy, hipster, like there are no boundaries, no rules, and... Yeah, I, I, mm. I think in a lot of ways that's exactly what it is. We're going to go and we're going to throw this out there until someone tells us we can't. Do you have the flu? I had the flu. I, I didn't have the flu. I had a cold. I was sick for like two days. But you're I'm still si- you're, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're really not. You sound like you're still sick. I'm not sick. Here's you're not how I know sick? I'm not sick. All right, here's how I know I'm not sick. Okay. I'm always a little nasally. I don't know if you've noticed that. I have, but I, I, you sound, I mean, it does sound a little bit more clothespinny than normal. Just saying. I, I hosted live trivia last night. You can't host live trivia if you're sick, so clearly I wasn't sick. Correct. Uh, okay. Correct. I was at post time last night. I did my job last night. I came to work today. I did my job today. I I'm hope, not sick. I, well, so thank you. About uh, it. Okay, we are going to. We're going to continue, you know, we're going to let you have another minute on Uber, and then we're going to get to the questions, but we are right up against it, so we're going to right, hold that so thought. here's what it is. Are you, we're holding the thought? Yes, we'll we're holding the thought. on the other side. Yes, I'm ready. hold that thought, and we are going to continue with the five-minute professor as the Phillips File continues on Real Radio 104.1. Time for the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, sir. A Florida man has been jailed after attacking a gas station clerk with hot dogs. I hope he, as Jim would say, put some mustard on it. Next, China is now cracking down on funeral strippers. Lame. Who will be the pole bearers now? Finally, Jimmy Buffett's Broadway show reportedly ran out of margaritas. Buffet on Broadway ran out of margays. 
Some people say there's a bartender to blame but I know. It's the parrot head's fault. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. And transmission. I love that little tune. Also, it's pronounced lame, not lame. We live in America, Big Daddy. <laughs> you can hear any of those screw-ups if you download our free iHeartRadio app. Right now, you get to bring real radio with you, as well as all your favorite music and even podcasts, such as Fort Frisk, Casual Shadows, and others. With you anywhere you go on iHeartRadio, just go to the App Store on your smartphone, type in iHeartRadio, tap download it is that easy and you are on your way with our free iHeartRadio app today call now for person place or thing 407-916-1041 from you are listening to the phillips file It's time to continue with the five-minute professor. A brief chat about Uber, and then we'll go right to the questions. Uh, professor, are you there? Did I? Did I the... am indeed. Ah, there He's he done is. a fine bit of work. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, here's a couple of things. Uh, Uber, with all the rides, all the Uber Eats deliveries, all the things they're doing, still didn't make money in their last fiscal year, the 2016 fiscal year. They lost 2.68 billion dollars. Ay ay ay. Uh, and I don't understand because they don't own anything. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they've got infrastructure costs, but it seems like that's a lot of money to lose. Uh, but something that I want to make sure that everyone's aware of. Uh, if you're a driver for Uber, mm-hmm. you get paid for the trip you take. Right. So if your driver is coming from somewhere 15 minutes away and then your trip is five minutes they're only getting paid for those five minutes, not for the 15 minutes that it took them to get to you. Oh. Yeah. You only get paid for the trips which you do. When you're doing Uber Eats, you don't start getting paid until the food is ready and in your hand. Then you start getting paid. You you have no guaranteed amounts. There are days where I drive and there just aren't any rides, and I'll be, I'll be out on the road for two hours and have one fare. Uh-huh. So there's no guarantees. It's it, there's no gas reimbursement. You still have to pay for your gas. Tolls are listed as as part of your payout, but the the passenger actually pays the tolls. You are not the first person to say that as an Uber driver, you're not really often you're not often making any money. It's actually costing you to drive it. I I don't it, I don't think it costs me money to drive it, but I look at it this way because if I was at home on a Friday. Uh, back when I was dating, yes, um, I'd spend one hundred and fifty dollars on a Friday night. Now I might make forty or fifty, so I'm up two hundred. Near as I can tell. Oh, I see what you're that's saying. Yeah. How it works? Mm-hmm. Instead of sitting at home, instead of spending money, I'm making a little bit of money. But I cannot imagine the life of an Uber driver who had to do it as their sole source of income. And that puts food on the imagine. table. Right, right, right. Yeah, I just I cannot imagine it. And just so you know, when you do Uber Eats, yes. Um, that that Uber driver is more or less acting as a delivery person for the deliver the the restaurant. Yeah, and unless the owner's there, nobody likes them. Why? Because they're a hassle. Because they want you to go faster. Because they're not getting paid until the food's ready. But it's oh, only the owner that yeah. thinks it's a a real asset to have somebody who's a driver who's not on payroll. The the guy who's the manager there on a Friday night is like, stop bugging me already. With your wanting food to deliver so you can get paid and go on to your next gig. Right, right, right. Um, it, 
and it, it really is it's not a fun life so now can you t- can uh, your customers tip you through their app or do you have they to get can, cash they oh. can and uh-huh. they should yes they should <laughs> they can and they should and it can be done through the app or it can be done in cash. Either way is fine. The money which is done through the app is reported as income and nothing is withheld because you're a contractor. You're not an employee. I got it. All right, let's get to the question, shall we? All right, here it is. What U.S. state's capital city effectively banned Uber by requiring that drivers be fingerprinted and their vehicles labeled just like cab drivers? Fritz. What state's capital city, Mr. Fritz? Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas is absolutely oh, wow. correct. Nice. How'd you know that? I know Austin stuff. knows things. He does. Austin yeah. is the capital, but not the most populous city in Texas. If you heard his, uh, Jack his Dallas. podcast, you'd know he knows uh-huh. things. Dallas is. Mm-hmm. What other states are more populous than Austin? Dallas is one of them. Wait, what other what now? States? What other cities are most oh. are more populous in Texas than the capital? Moira, Jack, Houston. Moira Houston. Oh. Houston is correct, Moira. Moira, Thank Houston. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, Moira, San Antonio. And that is absolutely correct. That rounds it out. The original Dallas TV show with Larry Hagman as J.R. Ewing debuted in 1978 and aired for how many seasons? Eight. Mr. Bradshaw, more than eight. Fritz, Uh, 12? More than 12. Wow. Moira, 13. More than 13. Jim. Mr. Phillips. (laughs) 16. Fewer than 16, Mr. Phillips. Oh. Come on, Fritz. Come on, Who, Who's left? Uh, uh, I'm oh. going to go with... Come on. 14. Just Wait, 14. 14 yeah. is absolutely correct. Nicely yeah. done. Pete Rose wore number 14 for the Reds and the Phillies. He had 4,256 career hits. How many of those 4,256 career hits were home runs? Fritz. Oh. Mr. Fritz. He knows right. baseball, too. All right, work off me. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. 220. <laughs> Fewer. Jack. Mm. Mr. Bradshaw. 180. Fewer. 150. More. Oh. Jim. Mr. Phillips. 165. Fewer. Might be oh. your but not impression. a lot fewer, Pinky. Come on, Pinkman, bring it home. 160. 160 is absolutely If you weighed 160 Nailed pounds it. on Earth, how much would you weigh on the moon? Oh, uh, Moira. Okay, Moira, work, work off her. Work off me. 50 pounds. Fewer. Oh. Jack. Mr. Bradshaw. 25 pounds. More? Oh, Fritz. not much more. Go for it. Fritz, 30. Fewer. Ah, damn it. Jim. Mr. Phillips. 27. That's how I will you do accept it. 27. What? It is 26.45 pounds. Oh, that's oh what yeah, I was we'll take You're going to get 26 next. So. I was going to say 26.45. <laughs> More likely, however, you'd weigh 12 kilos because oh. it's metric. And for goodness sakes, if you've made it to the moon, you've probably at least advanced to using metric. <laughs> no, yeah, the, moon, the moon is what an imperial. Kilo? <laughs> One kilo is the weight of a cubic centimeter of water at the melting point of ice. That's what a that's what a kilo is. Oh. So it's essentially the weight of water at its densest in one cubic centimeter. So here's the question: There is an international standard kilogram made out of platinum, kept in isolation under twin bell jars. In what country? Where is the international standard for the kilogram kept? Jack, oh. Austria. Further west. I'll just say further west. Oh, you want a country or city? Country. Okay. Uh, 
Germany? Further west. Switzerland. Pinkman. Uh, Mr. Pinkman. Yeah, like Switzerland. Uh-huh. Further west. Really? Fritz. Mr. Fritz. Spain? Further east. Come on, Jim. Oh. Jim. Okay. Yes, Mr. Phillips. Work off me. Okay. <laughs> uh, east of Spain. East, east of Spain. Spain, west of Germany, and Switzerland. A west of Switzerland, too. Oh, God. What's there, France? Uh, Mr. Mr. Phillips, I remember you being very good with geography. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. of course. That is uh, France. That is absolutely correct. Oh, yeah. hallelujah. Nice. Nice, Pop. It is, it is in St. Cloud, France. St. Cloud? Uh, our St. Cloud is named for the capital of Minnesota. Oh. Uh, not the capital of Minnesota. St. Cloud in Minnesota. Okay. Right. Uh, which is named for St. Cloud en Paris, uh, which is actually named for St. Claudel. St. Claudel is the patron saint of carbuncles <laughs> and <laughs> building supply. Oh. St. Claudel is the uh, patron saint of carbuncles and what building supply? Oh, car... Um, I'm, I'm looking for a building supply that he is the patron saint of. A building supply. All right. Jack, roof shingles. Supply. I don't understand. Ooh, shingles. Not roof shingles. Just shingles. Not roof shingles. Oh. But. But. Buttress. <laughs> but something which is involved with shingles. Okay. Uh-huh. Tar paper. Something which is involved with shingles and tar paper. Uh, All right, so some other Jim. roofing thing. Roofing I don't nails. know. Flashing. Jim. No. Nails. Na- that's right. Roofing nails. Nails is correct, there you Mr. Go. Phillips. Nicely done. Nice. There you go, boss. That was a tough one. Man, uh, I never get to answer. I don't know what he's anymore. saying. You've, you've hit the answer on the head, Mr. Phillips. Oh, uh, uh, get it? Uh, get it? I get it. I get it. All right, it. that's enough. All right, wrap time. it up. Uh, In the U.S. only, <laughs> yeah. what is the unit of measure for the length of a nail? What is the unit of Jack measure Penny. for the length of a nail? Mm-hmm. Penny is absolutely correct. Nicely done. Penny Hardaway played for three teams after Jack, he left Magic. Orlando. After he left Orlando. <laughs> Jack, Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns has won. Okay, you guys take the other. Oh, Golden boy. State Warriors? Not the Golden State Warriors. Was it the, uh, the, further east? The Houston Rockets? Detroit, Philadelphia, further Washington. Hey, east. come on. East, uh, hold on, hold on one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, so what what are we going for here? Houston, I We're said? Looking for, it, it, so... Further east than everything you have said, and including uh, Philadelphia. Oh. Ooh. So New Jersey Washington. or something? Ooh. Washington. All right. Well, who's up? I already used I my guess, guess up. Yeah, I one more guess. Okay. Uh, Boston. The Knicks. And oh. The, he was the with Knicks the Knicks? I forgot about that. The Knickerbockers. Yeah. Who knew? All right. Yes. Well. Between uh, Phoenix, the Knicks, and the Heat, which team plays home games in the city with the with where it is most expensive to become an Uber driver. Between Phoenix, the Knicks, and the Heat, which team plays home games in the city that is most expensive to become an Uber driver? Fritz. Let's say New York. New York, expensive. the Knicks? New York. It's yeah, 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 yeah. In New York, nice. it costs about $3,000 to become an Uber driver. Damn. Here's our final question. Okay. How much does an average Uber driver make in a month? This is back in 2016, the last fiscal year where they reported how much does the average Uber driver make in a month? Hmm. Uh, Fritz, uh, $1,000. Fewer. Jack, $500. Fewer. Moira, 375 
I would accept 375. All right. It's actually 364, but that okay. is what we were headed for. All right, good. Something between 350 and 400. Nicely done. Mm-hmm. That's a good. Yeah, you had some, a little trouble there with the sports question. I, too bad there are no men. Um, <laughs> hey, I do the best I can. You, I Here's do the best good I can. news. Yeah, 88. Yep. It is an 88. Yay! Yay! Bees get degrees. Bees, Bees get, get degrees. degrees. Bees get degrees. You guys have to set your standards a little higher. What is that? We have degrees. Mm. What are you, my mom? <laughs> yeah, well, hey, apparently Bill, where, I am. Professor, where are you going to be? We're uh, out of time. I'm, all right, I'm totally out of time, but tomorrow yes. night I am going to be at the Silly Grape on the weekend. I will be at Waco Taco. That's Saturday night. We do that each and every week at Waco Taco, attached to Hourglass Brewery. And I will be next Tuesday night, cold free, at Post Time Lounge and Cafe. <laughs> all, right. all right, well, you get better. Uh, use some Purell, though. Big on Purell. All right, thank Everywhere. you, Professor. I appreciate that. Thank you, and we'll talk to you next week. Awesome. All right, awesome to you. Uh, uh, you are listening. Uh, 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 we're listening to the Philip. Oh, this music. That means it's time for person, place, or thing. It is. We, yeah. ah, ha, ha, ha. I knew that. And have it right here. Uh, Mark, you get to be the first choice. Uh, would you choose a person, a place, or a thing, please? Um, okay, Moira. Let's try a person. A person. Thanks, Brad. He provided these questions, these clues. Thanks, Brad. Hey, what's he playing for? Oh, I don't know, Pinkman. What's uh, he playing that's for? That's a pair of tickets to UFC Fight Night at the Amway Center this Saturday, February 24th. Fun. Courtesy Ooh. of Metro PCS, the official wireless partner of <sighs> UFC. Nice. U- UFC fight here in Orlando Saturday night, and you get to be there. You get, to, oh, yeah. you get a ticket if you win, Mark. Uh, this person was born in New York. But raised in Rhode Island. Penny Carter. Born in New York and raised in Hawaii. In Rhode uh, Island, yep. Raised in Rhode Island. Uh, easy, got this. I will tell you it's a, it's a male person. Uh, even easier. So they deliver okay. mail. No, 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 no. It's, it's a man. What? Is it somebody famous? It's somebody that's whose name you would know. Okay. I, I betcha. Well, that's, that's not happening, though. No. Okay. Yeah. It's somebody who... Hmm, I can't give you anything Don't give else. give it away. I'm not giving it away. This is a good it's a prize. It's a big place, Moira. I tick, know. Tick, 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 tick. All right, tick, come tick. on. Pick somebody. Um, somebody funny. Is it what? Is that your guess? Somebody funny? Okay, no. Okay, we got to go. Uh, Jackson, uh, here's your yeah. clue. He serves in the Navy <laughs> Reserves and has a degree from the Naval War College. That'd this be, person. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Sounds like uh, maybe John McCain. There it is. Ooh, Ooh let's Thank see God. about that. Um, Give that's me your final answer. That's your final answer. Uh, no, 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 that it's not it. John McCain. Nope, I'm afraid not. Uh, in George W. Oh, I'm sorry, Alan. This is your third clue. In George W. Bush's administration, he wore an Easter Bunny suit during the White House Easter egg roll. Who is this person? Rumsfeld. I'm sorry. Rumsfeld. Rumsfeld. Donald. Rumsfeld. Donald Rumsfeld. You say? Yes. Uh, let's see. Oh, no, 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 sorry. That's your, that's your final answer? Bad that's it, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> Good guess, sir. Yeah, Good excellent. Guy. Mike, uh, your fourth clue, he and Melissa McCarthy share a late-night connection. Uh, Sean Spicer. That's your final answer? Yes. Sean Spicer, you say, is absolutely right. That was a giveaway. Yeah, that was a giveaway. Yeah. Way to uh, go, Brad. Hang on a second. The last, I'll give him the prize. That's Mike <laughs> on line four. Yeah. And the final clue is what we've got here is failure to communicate. He was part of the 
Communications Department, of course, the press secretary. As part of this administration's revolving door, Sean Spicer is the person of the day today. Cool hand, Luke. What we've got here is <laughs> failure to communicate. Yeah, that's him. And he's the one who said this was the biggest administration uh, inauguration, period. And that wasn't true either. But anyway, so that's it. So thanks, Brad, for the person, place, or things. Thanks to Scott Maxwell. Thanks to the shot doctor. Uh, it's, been, it's been just a whirlwind of activity. And thanks for all of you for calling. We sort of did a little bit of a retro thing earlier in the program. But thanks certainly for playing person, place, or thing. We do have, um, we're going to play a song. Do we have a song? Yeah, here. Oh, no. <laughs> that's him, all right. Like she's never saw before. Rocky From Rocky Coast to Golden Shore. <laughs> Let the mighty eagle soar. Lovely. John Rumsfeld? John Ashcroft. John Ashcroft. I knew it was one of them. Yep. Uh, that's an odd person. That's an odd um, pick of the day, but there it is. I uh, like it. I don't know why, but okay. Tickles have, the cockles in my heart. I mean, he didn't have a bad voice. It was just so surprising that he busted out with such a thing. As, you know, you don't think of well, our... I don't think he did it, you know, uh, you know, on the steps of Congress or anything. No, he had a we... singing group. A lot of people like to sing, Mo. I guess. It just seems odd. Some people like to sing the national anthem uh, of their country. Oh, Canada. <laughs> oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. Canada, we're going to kick your ass because when tonight in the oh, Olympics at 10-10, yeah. it's the gold medal match right. for women's hockey. It's the final, Team USA versus Canada. Canada has won four straight gold. The past two Olympics, they've defeated Team USA, including a match four years ago where Team USA was in the lead and team, and Canada came back. So Team USA wants revenge. That's tonight at 10-10. I believe it's on CNBC. It's the gold medal match for hockey nice. for the ladies. Uh, sadly, the guys uh, lost last night. They're yeah. out of the competition. But uh, in that, another uh, uh, winter sports news. You got a lot going on, including the freestyle halfpipe gold medal round and the women uh, two-person bobsled uh, medal round is right. tonight as right, right, well. Right. Well, I I just want to thank you guys for being so supportive and keeping me on schedule and keeping us all on track. And uh, I will see you guys on Monday. Uh, Jim will be back in the big what? seat tomorrow. Uh, Pinky and, and Jack and Fritz, thank you very much. Uh, thanks again for all your phone calls to Scott and to uh, the five-minute professor as well. Uh, we will be here tomorrow at 3 o'clock after the Shot Doctor and the Monsters in the Morning. Have a great night. Bye-bye and take care.